What's going on, everybody? Cali Death Podcast back once again, episode 53. Um, we're missing the professor hard right now. Uh, he's actually in a plane probably, I think, right now, heading to our guest's destination. This is something we'll talk about very soon. Uh, thank you to all the subscribers. Uh, thank you to all the new subscribers. Thank you to everybody who is with us every single week. We love that. Um, we keep bringing it for you guys every single week. And uh, thank you to Casey and Joel, my resident homies with me this week. Um, Joel's just been on a recent uh, episode of Copper Crab Podcast. Go check that shit out. Um, very good episode. It, my, my, yeah, one of great. my clown best, my, my clowns, one of my clowns, one of my best <laughs> friends who is a clown. He's, he, <laughs> he does the clown stuff very well on that episode. So by go drunk, but out. not by trade. Speaking <laughs> of by drunk, but, uh, so I want to give a shout out also again, I did it on that podcast, but, uh, thank you to, uh, Pat from Belching Beaver for, uh, hooking me up a bunch of seltzers. He saw me drinking a bunch of seltzers on the podcast and, wanted to uh just basically semi endorse my alcoholism and and uh give me um so <laughs> no. i guess they're, they're basically was they were seeing me drink a bunch of white claws and we're like dude we got better shit than that well they do and the, the deftones beers and stuff like that so um yeah so shout that's out to super Pat. cool that uh belching beaver uh the deftones uh, do they do any other bands besides deftones I, they do like five Deftones beers. There's like the Ohms one. There's Phantom Bride. There's so where are they based? Of, where are they based at? I want to say up north. I have no idea. Shit, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't, there's some sort in the United States somewhere. Like, <laughs> so it's not Cali. Uh, I think it is. I think it is. I think it it's is. Okay, Sacramento, Oceanside, California. It's where oh, Casey is. Boom. <laughs> Just read your can, bro. <laughs> but yeah, dude, Belching Beaver, dude, with the fucking what's up, dude? They're watching our podcast and shit. That's what's up. Yeah, dude. I know. Cheers to those guys for sure. Fuck yeah. Well, today we have a very special guest, somebody who has been uh, the drummer of a band that has been actually very, very prominent in the last 15 years of my life, at least 15, 16, maybe 17 years. But uh, the, the band that he's in is something that if you don't know about this, you need to be checking this out after this episode for sure. If you guys are into prog metal, instrumental prog metal, this is the fucking shit, dude. And we got Hunter. Is it Jin? Gin. Gin. Excuse me. Hunter Gin, the drummer of Canvas Solaris and also uh, co-host with Jeff Wagner, who's a very prolific writer in the metal scene. Uh, he's he's uh, review. He was reviewing for Metal Maniacs, right? Is that correct? Hunter? Yeah, he was um, at the end of his tenure there. I guess the last couple of years, he was actually the co-editor. That's oh, fucking wow. amazing, yeah. dude. So he's been in the yeah, he's been in the industry forever. Worked for Relapse back in the mid '90s. Um, did that? Worked for Century Media. The end. Uh, worked for Sony. So yeah, he's, dude, he's been all uh, around, dude. Been around, and, man. Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, if you love metal and, and, um, you want to know about what goes on outside of just the music, you know, there's, there's so many other, uh, facets of, of our community that are pushing just as hard as the artists that you're listening to. 
these guys are at the top of the list of guys that just super into music. I love radical research, dude. I'm a brand new fan, but I, I love it, dude. I love it so much. I've already listened to like seven episodes this week. dude. Yeah. Can you explain like what, what it's, what, like the, like, what's the format of it? What do you guys talk about? What's the main thing on there? Cause I, I definitely haven't listened to it yet, but hearing Anthony be he's been texting me about it too. Um, yeah, no, he's stoked on it. Like he wants to, basically get me into it and can you for other listeners can you tell everyone what it's all about yeah i think in a nutshell it's just about sort of the you know the margins of metal and rock you know we just talk about super weird it started like as a book idea actually we were going to write a coffee table book on uh, Norwegian post black metal, and yes. then Jeff realized, like, I don't really think about money very often. And yeah. Jeff, like, is a very sensible person. He was like, Hunter, this doesn't make any sense financially. We should do a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. okay. So we started. I think our first podcast was on uh, Ulver's uh, William Blake record. Yep. Um, oh, so yeah. it kind of started there, and then we just talk about a bunch of weird like prog rock and. We talk about some more well-known bands too. Um, like we did one on My Dying Bride, but we did it on the 34% album. So it's mm-hmm. like, we try to find, if we talk about more well-known artists, like maybe some weird part of their discography or some weird thread within their discography and, and you know, just kind of piece that out. But uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Oh, like dude, the lyrical it, it, lyrical stuff you're talking about, like not just no, no, just the whole thing, dude. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Mo- mostly, yeah, mostly music, but music wise. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. We, we totally. talk about yeah some of the yeah weird lyrical stuff. Totally, yeah, yeah. dude. And um, I'm I'm all about that that uh, weird metal and weird other styles of music as well. I always like to. I gravitate towards the the ones who are on the outskirts or even beyond the outskirts, Thanks. you the know, guard weirder. Yeah. And, and that's why I fell in love with your guys's podcast so quick, because you guys have episodes on uh, Dode Himsgaard and Ved Munis Ende and uh, like all these crazy underground Norwegian, but super influential aspects right. of norway like i love how you guys call it nor weird <laughs> and that is totally true because um if you think about it like black metal in itself was something that was very uh uh much of an alienation it was very new sure. they were trying to make a new style of metal you know mm-hmm. and then when they're doing that, they get to a point where now they're starting to be copycats and shit, and then it doesn't become its own original thing. And right. then you see all these bands from that era totally abandon metal and move on from it because I think that they realize that it, it became a thing. It became like something that people wanted to copycat, and that's not what their original... Uh, idea of that was they wanted to be the standout different unique new style of metal and i i I actually i i praise them for abandoning it as soon as it became something that people wanted to replicate because if you're trying to come up with something new and different 
as soon as soon as somebody else does it, it's not new and different anymore. You know? Yeah. I mean, the thing about even, you know, the sort of baseline second wave bands, they all had different sounds, mm-hmm. you know, like Burzum didn't sound like Dark Throne, didn't sound like Emperor, didn't sound like Enslaved, you know, and it's like, frankly, like a pretty weird form to begin with. Um, and yeah, totally. so like just a you know Xerox that was kind of a betrayal of the original spirit anyway. Mm-hmm. And I, I, yeah, I think the most imaginative bands um, definitely evolved. But it's kind of like death metal too. I mean, you know, you by like '92, I mean, you had you know bands that were just copying the more sound um, style, and you know the most adventurous and imaginative bands, you know, started to absorb all these different influences and grow um and yeah i I, i'm just naturally attracted to like that kind of fearlessness Mm -hmm. Um, that's that's just what i want to hear i would rather hear somebody fail you know spectacularly than succeed by just copying themselves over and over and over it's no different than chasing like the first high of a drug you know like being in uh, exposed to something brand new that makes you you know perk up and be like what's going on here you know and then that feeling becomes something addictive so you end up going into the more avant-garde and weird stuff to try and chase that that feeling that's what it was definitely as kids it's definitely what it was you know you got the original thing gets you going you get that first little high and -hmm. then you're like what's next what's next and then you want to keep progressing like what's crazier what's weirder what's crazy you know and like Mm -hmm. i literally remember asking a record store clerk that like when i was 12 um, cause I'd gotten into Soundgarden louder than love and I got into ministry, the, uh, okay. you know, the live record. And I was like, what next, what next? Mm-hmm. And yeah. he sold me, um, Sepultura's arise oh, yeah. and it was the left-hand path. And that was pretty much the end of my life. <laughs> like, okay, well, this, this, this is what we're doing. So, yep. <laughs> Hell so, yeah, dude. so as Anthony says, why don't we take it back, dude? Yeah, dude. Let's, uh, Hunter. We want to get your story. We want to get the band story. We want to get all this in here if if we can have you for as sure, long as you yeah. let us, dude. Yeah. Um, I want to know your origins. We like to take this thing back to when uh, you're a child, and you know, we want to know what's pl- what your parents are playing on the stereo while you're playing with your Legos. Sure. Yeah. You know, what, what, what pushed you to get into percussion? And if it wasn't percussion, what was your first instrument? That type of thing. Okay. Um, I tend to talk kind of circuitously. So if I just like ramble on and on, just tell me to shut up. Go for Dude, it. We, we're yeah. podcasters. <laughs> we love that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so I did not grow up in a musical household in like the traditional sense. Like no one in my family actually plays an instrument, but like my parents love music. Um, One of my earliest memories, my dad had plastered our hot water heater with kiss and black Sabbath stickers. Um, And my dad was like just a rocker from the get go. Um, And I always remember like the first four ZZ top records playing um who up to quadrophenia um sabbath um all that kind of stuff and um yeah there there was always music going in the house too and like a lot of um like southern uh r&b and soul like muscle shoals stacks kind of stuff 
you know, Otis Redding, Percy Sledge. Hell yeah, um, dude. I love my, Otis my, Redding so hard, yeah. dude. Oh yeah. Yeah. And uh, my mom is from Augusta and used to go see James Brown play on the regular. And I'm like super, super jealous of that. <laughs> uh, yeah. The two of the, yeah. I'm Clyde Stubblefield and Jamie Starks, like two of the greatest drummers ever to live. Um, Most so sampled I, I, drummer in hip hop. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. For good reason. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I grew up with a lot of music around. Um, I am, see, I'm 42. So I came of age during like that golden age of MTV. Um, and the first, the first inkling of playing the drums uh, was actually uh, Dire Straits Money for Nothing video. Because yeah. all the shit lit up when he hit him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I actually thought that was super dope. I was like, I want to do that. <laughs> and when I got my first set of drums, they didn't light up. It's like, what? You know, these are broken, you know? <laughs> um, so my first instrument actually was a uh, guitar. Okay. And um, that did not take. Um, I used to have like a little um, like ottoman in my parents' house. And I would take wooden spoons and just beat, beat the shit out of the hell out of them. Yeah. 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 And, you know, my dad always used to say, he's like, yeah, we're such good parents. So we got him a guitar. So that didn't really take all that well. And when I was 13, oh, it's actually like my birthday's in end of December. So it was like right before I turned 13 for Christmas, they got me a set of drums. And that was in like late 91. And that, that took I, it didn't it actually didn't really take immediately because the drums were much harder than I thought they were going to be um, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. I didn't really account for like all the limbs you know like <laughs> I was like oh that I got this you know like with the hands <laughs> yeah, yeah. and so like for the first year um, I joined a band almost immediately and I, I can't decide in retrospect whether that was a good idea or not but um, well, we just played music, I guess, was it um i guess you would call it like alternative rock maybe something like yeah i don't know i honestly i don't even remember any of the songs was it original like, covers it was it yeah no it was it was originals oh okay. um, nice. Nice. yeah i played with two like two guys whose ambition sort of outpaced their ability but um one one, one guy the bassist was really probably the most influential person um in, in in like my early days in terms of like pushing me to do things and um, so the first year, I mean, I just kind of like played and um, about a year after that, I was buying a pair of sticks in the local music store and there was a, an issue of Modern Drummer and Steve Smith was on the cover and I, I bought it and I just started reading and, and like, I didn't know any of the names in there. It's like, who is Vinny Caliuta and Dave Weckle? I was like, these yeah. guys aren't even in bands. They must suck. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's a session, man? Join a band. Fuck, you know? <laughs> and I, um, I started to, uh, like, so back in um, Modern Drummer in those times, uh, they would like have whoever you know was interviewed. They would like list their most influential records, and I remember um, Steve Smith listed Miles Davis, Nefertiti, um, with Tony Williams and uh, Mahavishnu's um, uh, Emerald Beyond with uh, Michael Walden, and Whoa, I yeah. got both of those, yeah. and that 
that pretty much just changed everything. And that's when I really started that. That's when I got serious about the drums yeah. and I started studying and, um, and, and listening to jazz and fusion and taking other things really, really seriously. That, so that's really kind of where I got serious. And that's still at 13 years old. I was 14. then. Yeah. Okay. I just turned 14. Yeah. Do you think your parents like eclectic tastes and, and, you know, from seeing the black Sabbath kiss stickers to James Brown on the other side and, do you think that kind of like started this kind of like wanting to be different and mix things together and, and just having a bigger spectrum of everything? Yeah. Like um, my dad used to describe um, the radio format back in like the late sixties for me. Um, and he, he, he always talked about how there were no boundaries and how, how there was like no difference between listening to like country blues and like early metal and psychedelia and all this other stuff. And that always really appealed to me. I like mm-hmm. I I hate how things are so compartmentalized these days, and how if you play something, it's got to follow this set of rules. Yep. It's like it doesn't. It's just got to be good. Um, and so, yeah, I think that that was a really really influential force um, early on in my life. For sure, that's one. Yeah, about like progressive. We talked about it before. Like when you throw progressive like on a tag on something or a genre of music, that could mean you play some Indian music on top of, you know, some African beats or like, it could be like yeah. the most insane. It doesn't, there's no rules in progressive, uh, progressive music. It's basically just like do something talented, crazy, and different. That's all it really means. That's, That's like a, totally, yeah. totally yeah. what it should be about. Je- yeah. Jeff calls it lowercase, prog- lowercase P progressive metal. Um, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, people like, like, like talk to me about like instrumental metal. Like it's a kind of music. It's like, we don't have a singer. Like, yeah, yeah, that, that, that's it. Like, it, you know, but you know, a lot of instrumental music in the last like 10 or 15 years is kind of like found this little niche, you know, and it's settled into this comfortable space. But yeah, dude, I'm totally with you. Like, progressive metal is like you just do whatever you want to do, mm-hmm, and exactly. there are no rules, you know, yeah, be exactly. on that outer perimeter, just out, yeah. just outside of it. I yep. got into that stuff like early on like kind of like in high school like tool was the band that kind of got me like yeah. kind of like in that that like thinking like and stuff and of course like Soundgarden totally. garden and bands that had like odd stuff but mainly tool and then like soon after that it was rush i was like all about rush you know oh. and, like all that especially the like 70s and 80s stuff but i like all, a lot of it but yeah and then it was like you know um like where to go from there you know and like like right when i started taking drum lessons my teacher's like oh man have you heard of king crimson you got to get into that band he like Pushed us all to like check out King Crimson. So I wore the shirt tonight because you, nice. know, you were coming yeah. on and oh, like, yeah. I know all this, I was like listening to a bunch of canvas Solara stuff and just re absorbing it. Cause we used to listen to it a bunch back in the day too. You guys were the soundtrack like, to so the, many Thunderdome. Oh man. Furniture Dome <laughs> way back in the day. Oh, yeah, yeah. Two, we're talking yep. early two thousands. If we were, if we were all together was, and our, our homie Josh shout out to Josh, yeah. um, he he's also a super fan dude and it would literally be the background to a fucking odious party odious dude it really was oh, yeah. Yeah. and not Thank only that guys. if i'm gonna if i'm gonna ruffle your feathers a little bit more i'm gonna tell you that i even woke up to a canvas Solar song for like a year i had a, a <laughs> i home that would dock your ipod and you can set the song to what you'd wake up to and it was a song off of uh uh, now in my head i'm uh 
per the which what's the one that starts with the p penumbra well, yeah, fuse? Fuse, yeah okay so uh what horizontal uh yeah horizontal radiant yeah dude that song woke me and my wife up for like over <laughs> a year oh yeah this song over here yeah, yeah, yeah. your and wife probably hates me no dude she, loved she was super excited to hear song again. she she literally i was like dude we're having the drummer from canvas solaris on she's like no fucking way because she knows she woke up to that fuck i said we're not waking up to any other song uh, <laughs> if you need to wake up before me this is the song you're waking up to awesome <laughs> That's Thank cool. You, it's man. like that's that's why I love these these podcasts because we have a bunch of these you know these more underground like that should have been more prolific in our heads artists like Spawn mm-hmm. Possession and I'm trying to get like Theory and Practice. I don't know if you remember that band. Oh uh, yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm trying to get them on. I'm trying to get Anata on. I'm trying to get like all yeah. these bands. Oh, like- God, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anata's like a huge canvas thing. We have Fuck like yeah. yeah, like there's a song on um, a Radiance that uh, mm-hmm. Gail wrote. Uh, called um, Soliton, and like we just shamelessly rip off that stuttered, uh, not a guitar <laughs> thing in that. Hell so, yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh man, that would. That's be, what's up, that dude. I love yeah, that. Well, it's I'm like working on the dialogue right now. I want to like, like that. Yeah. <laughs> a community that like we don't even realize how much we're like you know passing shit back and forth because really like Canvas Solaris and and Odious Mortem had only been in touch like a few times through May- MySpace back in the yeah, day. Yeah, MySpace, yeah. I think you guys may have hit us up and said, hey, we're fans. If you're ever out on the East Coast, let's do some shows. And I was like, dude, this would be sick, but we never made it out there to, you know, make that happen. But yeah, we were knowing- like, yeah, we were playing Cryptic Implosion, like just nonstop. Uh, Fuck yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. That makes me oh, feel easy. so fucking good, dude. It really does. Yeah. To, to yeah. Just, just to yeah, know yeah. that like, that that same thing was happening for you guys with our art your art was doing the same thing for us and and we're on two separate sides of the country you know never never knew each other but it was like a uh a symbiotic thing that was going on and you know yeah i wanted to add too like um because there was like so much music going on back in those times and we would listen to so much stuff and everything, but there were certain things that we would listen to like over and over again, like Iron Maiden, like all the time, every day. But yeah, but that was like super fun. But like, honestly, you guys are like one of the main like progressive bands, like along with like, like our friend Josh would put on like all this like insane shred, like Jason Becker, you know, Perpetual <laughs> Burn and then you know, cacophony and then spastic ink and like yeah. all that kind of shit, you know, oh, yeah. or, or jars and Beck solo albums and stuff like that. And so like, we were just getting we all that stuff you right like, into that category, dude. But, but you were like this like band that like got played just as much as all that stuff. And it was like, just as much. Dude. It, it was like this like chiller version of it. Like in a sense, it was just as crazy, but it was like more like a river flowing. Like the music wasn't like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's cool, man. It was like so sick. And so I have like nostalgic memories of your music because awesome, of that. Man. Like talking Thank you guys so much. That, plus years ago. It's a, crazy. Yeah. It's an awful lot. Yeah. You know? And then the new stuff is so, I mean, I don't want to jump so around, sick. but why not? I mean, it's so fucking cool. Like you, you, yeah. I mean, how, how many years did you go between doing that recording versus, um, I get, let's see. I guess there's 11 years between yeah. the release of the albums. Um, and we can yeah. get into it more. There, there were you know, a lot of things that sort of filled up those intervening years. Um, but yeah, we, we took, I guess I like a good two years 
kind of all we actually I, I guess you would say broke up um or just mm-hmm. kind of called it quits after radiance we're not not as friends at all like we were i mean we you know we're we're best friends like mm-hmm. th- those guys i mean i love those dudes and, and 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 like same with jeff man like i am so blessed to have all those dudes in my life like dude you and um, jeff uh, I, I, and we're super jumping around we totally got way ahead of ourselves with this but i'm just gonna say it one more time i told you this would happen with you. <laughs> I'm a it's all good no no it's, it's, our fault. it's, it's our all fault, good man. it is all good dude we are not Sorry, like excited. to the books we're not by the books with this shit at all yeah yeah you but you're in jeff's uh uh I could tell that your connection, your relationship, and how you guys uh, play off of each other—it's—it's it's something that that uh, really caught on with me very quick with listening yeah. to your podcast. I could yeah, tell I mean, that these dudes—if uh, it is two dudes that want to do this—these are the two dudes that should do it. That's exactly <laughs> what I felt, dude. Awesome. Yeah, I mean we we've been having these talks for, you know, 20 years and it just kind of made sense at a certain point, like to turn those conversations into, you know, into a, something more. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's basically what it is. Like um, we didn't want it ever to be, we, you know, we take it really seriously and we're really serious about how it's formatted and the material and everything. But like, we just wanted it to be, we just wanted to have fun with it. Like, and just, you know, like be this you know conversation between these two guys that are just you know batshit about all this weird music nice and it's it's been really cool to um to connect with people that like have the same kind of interests as us like we're not alone oh yeah yeah and yeah that that's been an amazing thing like jeff started doing um like posting our playlist on facebook um and that really kind of um has become a community in and of itself. Like where the people that listen to the show start talking to each other and like, Oh man, oh, I didn't cool. know you were, you know, you were into Algeon or, you know, what, whatever. And like, and then all these other people have connected and that's just a super cool thing. Oh yeah, dude. It's the best dude. It, 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 it's like, yeah, music is just such a, you, you know, I mean, yeah, it's like, I, I just love connecting with people through, music it just it it eliminates every division that human beings put up you know like between themselves it's exactly like- there's there's all the beginning steps of becoming a relationship or close to each other are gone like you yep. like all that bullshit that you got to get out of the way before you get down underneath the fucking totally. the layer of the the above layers you get down below, we get down underneath that so much quicker than most. And you are a great example of that, Hunter. Like, we've been in touch this whole week, and dude, you're already my homie, bro. Dude, I, I felt like you and I, I felt like you and I were friends, like, like after two text messages. I was it like, literally, was that, yeah. dude? Yep. Yeah, totally, man. And, and, totally. and I truly feel that way too. And, and I think that. We got a, uh, a, what is it? A neck, up, what is it? A neck up? We're, we're, we got one step, <laughs> up, we're one step ahead yep. of most humans with this shit because there's an under, like, there's a foundation that's already laid and we kind of know how to get through the bullshit really quick, you know? Yep. 
and totally. and the bullshit is gone. Hunter's my homie. We're now on Cali Death Podcast with motherfucking Hunter, <laughs> yeah. fucking talking about Canvas Solaris. So let's but a, wait. Yeah, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say let's get back to uh, your. I was gonna draw the bit. the parallels. We will I, the, draw the parallels between the two podcasts. So there, uh, Hunter said that his podcast started from him and his buddy having a good time and talking and getting you know having the conversation be like we should fucking record this mm-hmm. that's exactly how this whole it's thing started exactly and how then he also said he also started. said the main thing which we kind of skipped over which is that the original idea was for a book so you know that uh professor yeah uh, so professor. joseph was wants to write a, a book like kind of like with the um God, kind of like me. yeah just going through all of metal and death metal and stuff like that and like it's kind of like the same fucking thing. It's like <laughs> it's like almost like the same reason yeah, why the podcast and, started. And I mean, but that's cool that like there's like parallel thinking and 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 there's guys that are realizing, hey, if if they're doing a book on prog metal, why aren't they doing a book on technical death metal? You know, right. and and we, we realize like, okay, well, if nobody else is doing it, then we're gonna fucking do it. You know, and the professor is he he took the reins and said, you know what, Cali Tech Death, Cali Death Metal in general needs a book. I'm going to I'm going to fucking try and make it happen. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And and same thing with you guys. And and I again, radical research. Anybody who is watching this and doesn't know what the fuck I just said, go Google that shit right now, because you guys want to talk music you guys don't know how to talk music you guys don't know how to talk music. <laughs> hunter and jeff know how to talk music aggressive. <laughs> we, yeah we, we yeah we yeah we talk in odd time signatures yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. they talk they talk wait, in wait. Fucking seven <laughs> counterpoint do, do you guys use it uh, yeah do, right do you guys use a click track to your podcast <laughs> yeah yeah we yeah we like yeah, we pick like it's all mapped three out time signatures. Yeah, yeah, for each yeah for each episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's it's the like, future. That's... It's like, dude, it's thirty three, not thirty five. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's eight notes, Jeff. Jesus, man. Yeah. They're like forty seven yeah. minutes into a podcast, yeah. like, dude, yeah. you fucked <laughs> up, dude. <laughs> yeah. We gotta go all the way back. We gotta now. start over, man. Because yeah. we're analog, dude. Are you guys yeah, like? Totally. Are you guys like a you one take? Quantized? Yeah. Oh shit! You guys do it analog. You like so? You, so you record your podcast to tape yeah, two inch reel, yeah, from a click track, <laughs> yeah. And, then and if you it. fuck up, yeah. you have to go back and do it again from the beginning. Yep. Damn. And we can only do yeah, like sixteen minutes at a time. That's insane. Yeah. Dude. Wow. Holy shit! And awesome. If you have to edit, you have to cut the tape. Like, yeah. Literally, yeah, we, get, we got our straight razors out. And then like, like yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. insane. Damn. I don't know how you guys do that. That's crazy. <laughs> Holy shit! Wow. See, good. without the professor here, it's chaos in class. It's like yeah, that's all right, dude. Lord of the Flies, dude. <laughs> like podcast. Jo- here. Yeah, by this time, Joseph would be like, dude. All right, let's reel it back, dude. I was just about to. I'm gonna, about to, I was about I'm to gonna do it in true form. Um, I was gonna do it, but you can do it. The professor is coming through me right now, so let's yeah. go back a little bit, dude. Yep. Right. Let's go back to the percussion. You got your kit and things are starting 90s alternative bands stuff like that yeah yeah. and stuff like that yeah yeah and i i played so i grew up um in a little town about 45 50 minutes northwest of savannah um and 
it's a, it's it was just a little backwater. This place called Statesboro, Georgia, and there there just there weren't a lot of like minded people there. Like I and I, so, but but there were like there were some like minded people there. I mean, like you know, um, three fifths of like the, the well. Anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself, but um, I, so I just kind of played in bands as I you know I could find people that I I just enjoyed being around but played kind of more rock based stuff um, because that, that's just like, those were the players that I could find. And um, back in 1998, Nathan um, who, you know, Nathan's kind of my platonic life partner. Um, nice. Uh, he, yeah. It, Nate's my, my, my dude. And oh, um, yeah. he, he had this band called Publicon. And he had started with this dude, Andy Jones. Um, and I used to play with Andy when I was in high school. And they were really like the first legitimate heavy band in Statesboro. And they played this really, really like they were instrumental too. And they were kind of like Helmet meets Don Cavallaro, like oh, with some shit. Fugazi too. Oh, fuck yeah. They were a sick, sick band. And like I would go to all their shows and Nate and I would see each other at those shows and kind of talk. And their last show was in, I think, April of 99. And Nate and I were like hanging out before the show and just talking music. And in 30 minutes before the show, we discovered that we both liked Carcass, um, Skinny Puppy, Kraftwerk, and Cynic. And we were like, <laughs> well, dude, we they were breaking up. That was like, they knew that was their last show. And Nate's like, well, you know, we got to hang out. You know, yeah, two guys yeah. that are this weird. We got to hang out. That, that and, to um, have the so, four of four on those bands <laughs> is definitely fucking. We need to talk more, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, and I, I think I was, I was Casey. I was wearing a, a crimson shirt that night. Nathan was wearing a skinny puppy shirt, and it was like, nice. yeah. I used to and be down so, a skinny puppy, man. I used to get into that yeah. stuff. Hell yeah! And so about. About a month and a half later, we played for the first time um, with our, our good friend, Jimmy, who was a, a founding member of the band. And uh, that was it. We, it. we It was just like, it was immediate. It was like, it's kind of like, uh, Anthony, it was kind of like our text messages. Like, you just knew, like, mm -hmm. you were going to be friends with this dude. Like, mm -hmm. Nate and I, like, hit that first note. And it was like, okay, we're going to be, we're going to be partners. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that, that's kind of where it began. And, um, you know, a lot of people that listen to Canvas, because the stuff's not, has never been released, but, I mean, we were a death metal band for, you know, the first two and a half years. Oh, shit. Um, you, know, you guys and, even, and, I thought I read somewhere that you guys had a vocalist in the beginning, right? We did. Well, so Nathan was the vocalist originally, and then Brad Jeffcoat, and this is a little bit of Canvas Hilarious trivia for you, Brad Jeffcoat, who was our first kind of dedicated singer, actually was a Jeopardy champion in 2006. Yeah, he actually won it? Yeah. Hold, hold, hold on, Anthony. I'm about to send you a picture. Do yeah. it, dude. So, <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, I'm sending it to you now. Yeah, dude was um, dude was actually on and won an episode of Jeopardy. Damn. Um, yeah, all right. Uh <laughs> That's him on Jeopardy, actually. <laughs> Fuck, dude. <laughs> All right, I'm going to see if I can zoom this in on the camera. 
Can we? <laughs> I can Sam right there. That's, that's yeah, I can Brad see Rock. It. Yep. <laughs> that's after he won, or is he? Yeah, yeah. I don't. You know, I hope that's before. He doesn't seem real thrilled that that's after he won. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. He's, so he's a champion. Like, like he went to the the. Don't they have like a no, he hall of one, champions? He won, a, he won an episode. Oh, yeah, right? no, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think he did that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah but uh, I mean, just the gauntlet that the guy went through. To, I had no idea what it took to actually get. You ever like watch Jeopardy and you're like, how are all these people yeah. so smart? Like, there's a reason, man, dude. It, I my mean, kindergarten did, like, six teacher. Things to get there. Vetting, my kindergarten teacher process. made it on and she it's lost so hard. Heavily <laughs> but, yeah, man, yeah. If you get if you get on, good for you. Yeah, like you yeah. already won in some respect if you just get on. Oh, dude, yeah. you feel so sick when you have that run on Jeopardy, like in, at night, and it, the, you're sitting there with your family, and you're <laughs> oh, like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." I got fucking six answers tonight, dude. But did you buzz in in time, though? Did you buzz? No, in No, and time? I didn't say yeah. what is you know? or why is. Dude, <laughs> yeah. I, just, yeah. I blurted it out. Part. Fucking like, Cheetos, oh, dude. You'll see them all get like all, the, all of them get it. They all get it. But like whoever gets the buzz first gets it. You know what I mean? That's like, what's up, dude. And yeah, yeah. you know, when you you see them like I know, so they get a little mad at it. <laughs> that's crazy, though, man. Fucking that is wild. Yeah. So, so that was, that, that, he's in the first incarnation of Canvas. So we were a let's see. I guess the first two years we were a trio. And we recorded, um, and I'll, I'll send you this stuff, um, I would our love death it, metal dude. stuff. Yeah, I'd love it, love it later. Yeah. Um, because that really, I mean, that, I mean, to me is a huge part of the story. Oh, um, I, and, and I, 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 think, I hate missing that story, not just with Canvas, but I'm saying with other bands too. Like, I think you guys should post it to not, yeah, yeah, post I, it I, sure, I know dude. we. We all we keep saying that and we just never. Just do it. I love, I love. I mean, no. I'm just gonna bring yeah. this out because you had mentioned Cynic earlier. Focus is probably my all-time favorite you know in in the progressive death metal realm but changed my life man if i didn't hear those demos i wouldn't i don't think i would appreciate focus as much as i did even though i love those demos so much and and actually like if that incarnation just kept on going with that i probably would have still loved it but knowing that this is what they were doing before focus just opened it up even more. So for, for you to say that there is like an earlier canvas with a vocalist, that's more death metal and shit. And I'm like, Oh dude, I got to fucking hear the that portal demo yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. 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 I'll, I'll, after I'll, I'll make sure I, I send that stuff to you guys. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, oh, dude. Yeah. I would love to have that dude. I would love, I, I really would truly cherish listening to that. No doubt. Sweet. So we, um, yeah. So we, we were a death metal band um, you know, played a, a good bit regionally. Um, and in, I guess, kind of the turning point. So we did two four song demos in 2000. I think we recorded one in April of 2000 and then one in like December of 2000. And in May, yeah, I think it was May of 2001, Jeff left Metal Maniacs. And he okay. posted um, his like phone number um, or no, his email address. And he was like, Hey, you know, thank you guys, everybody for reading all the support. Um, if anybody wants to reach out, you know, feel free. And Jeff was like, I, I actually kind of have to pinch myself sometimes because like Jeff was like a God to me. Yeah. And now he's like, 
now he'll call sometimes. I'm like, oh, God, really not now, Jeff. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm busy, yeah. Jeff. Yeah. But um, so I reached out to him back then and was just like, dude, you know, you turned me on to like literally a hundred bands um, and, you know, got me through a bunch of weird times and stuff. And he and I kind of started talking back and forth. Nathan was a little more enterprising. And Nathan's like, hey, Jeff, I got a band. Um, can I send you our demo? And Jeff said, well, um, yeah, sure. Um, and like the only thing I can promise you is perfect honesty. He's like, you know, if you guys suck, then I'm going to tell you you suck, you know, but sure, send it. I'll listen to it and let you know. And so we picked three songs between those, th that initial eight and sent it to him. And he really, really liked it. And gave us some super positive feedback, and that was a that was like a real shot in the arm. That yeah. then we were like, okay, well, we gotta you know we gotta step this up. And in November of two thousand and one, we recorded um, the song called "The Flesh Sequence." And when when you guys hear it, um, I think you will hear the like kind of the missing link between the death metal canvas and like where we wound up. I, I do, especially the end of it. It has this, this coda that's made up of just, I think it's like Doombeck, vibraphone, synthesizer, and bass. And when we got done with that, Nate and I kind of looked at each other. And we were like, why can't we do more of this? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we started to like get claustrophobic, like playing death metal. Like, well, here, let me back up. Cause there's a, there's some failure that's kind of mixed into this that like mm -hmm. that pushed us to where we are now. So after we got done with that, Jeff um, very graciously offered to shop our demo to some labels. Oh, nice. This is like early 2002. And I think he shot so, probably like 10 or 15. Oh, Jeff, sorry, you're talking I, about Jeff Wagner. Yes. So you've been homies with him for a long time. Yeah, we so uh, yeah, uh, I was telling Joel and Casey that we met Jeff through Canvas Solaris. Um, oh. like through a, like Nathan submitted uh, uh, like some demo tracks to him and he really liked them and like we just became friends. Mm -hmm. And so we did this. He 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 told us too, he's like, you need to you need to record one more thing and you know, let's see how this goes. And he saw enough growth in that song that he he volunteered to shop it for us. And so he shopped it to probably like out of 10 or 15 labels. And we kept getting the same response. It was like, wow, this is really cool. No one's going to buy this. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, I, we don't know how to market this. And like by, you know, 2002, like death metal had changed a lot. Like it was more about, you know, Hate Eternal and Nile, Crisian, Centurion, just like, you know, really, really more brutal, like more intense death metal. And we we were at a step with that. We played kind of like mid-paced, dissonant, just weird-ass death metal. And um, it was like, yeah, we were just kind of confused, but we had been talking about being instrumental like before that Nate and I did. And like kind of the, the moment that cleaved everything, we, um, we opened for Origin here and we were just like okay uh we need to figure like when mm -hmm. you realize how much you suck 
And we were just like, okay, uh, we are way out of our depths here. Like, we've got this other idea. Let's roll with that. Because, like, there is no way to beat this this band at this game, you know? And, like, it, it was just apparent to us, too, like, we that what we were doing just wasn't going to go anywhere. Like, in terms of a label, like, we probably weren't ever going to be able to tour outside of the region. And we did, like, we already had um, songs that would, like – We'd already written um, Ecstatic Parataxis and Spheres and Design that both came on the, that were on the Sublimation album. Um, so we already kind of had these songs and we're playing vocal versions of them, but we did feel kind of restricted. Like we were like, you know, what if we want to do like two or three songs that like are entirely acoustic or entirely clean? Like we can't totally do this stuff as a death metal band. Mm-hmm. Um, I almost think that like I, a band, a band like Cynic had the the well, they had the step up. Where's the yeah, that te- fucking yeah. Cannibal Corpse? I was thinking about the Cannibal yeah. like, Cynic situation. Like, yeah, because they were like, yeah, they were, yeah, they were basically like a, a band that like that they it wasn't in the same genre at all. But like the Cannibal Corpse was like, fuck it, this is like, this is like fucking new cool stuff. Let's bring this yeah. shit and get them like kind of like an in like get an in with the death metal community of like a something like that i feel like if canvas got that like early on we'd probably like be talking you know i feel like it'd be kind of like the same kind of style as far as like size band you know what i mean yeah 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 it's there are a lot of what ifs i guess yeah Um, we all got what ifs we all we all got what ifs you know yeah Um, yeah so yeah so i guess it was like May 2002, we just made a hard decision. Like we're going to like, nobody's buying our death metal. Like, so it doesn't really matter. Let's just do whatever we want to. And we were just like, let's just go instrumental. Um, And we didn't really like think a whole lot about it at the time. Like looking back on it now, there really weren't very many instrumental, like heavier bands back then. Yeah. Um, You know, but like, we just didn't really think about, ever signing a record label or anybody ever listening to our music. We were just wanted to like, we were like, look, we're just best friends. We love playing music together. Let's just, you know, let's just write whatever comes to us and that'll be good enough. Yeah. And Matt Rosinski at uh tribunal records back then dive bomb. Now we're, we're back working with Matt. Um, he was just really stoked on this idea. This, these like young guys that were into Anacrusis and Mekong Delta and, mm-hmm. you know, all this like weird eighties and early nineties, like, you know, prog thrash and shit. And um, he was like, I, you know, we, we'd recorded spatial design. Um, and I, you know, I, it, yeah, I guess it's an EP because he released it. I was never entirely comfortable with it because it sounds like shit. And I'll I tell you guys it, dude. about the, the I'll tell okay, you guys more but, about the re- the recording of that later. Like, let me just tell you, like- dude. I know I, I, as the artist, you're never gonna uh, back certain things in your catalog, but it, it's not about uh, you. It's about me, the listener, and the listener. Uh, yeah. I this was the first thing that I heard of you guys was that yeah. spatial design. I literally, it may have been a Metal Maniacs fucking magazine that Jeff probably was hooking you guys up with a fucking <laughs> little fucking blurb or whatever. But I had seen you guys in the magazine and you get the little blurb of a 
few sentences of what this band's like if for fans of this, this and that. And yeah. I saw, you know, cynic and death and atheist. And I was like, yes, yes, and <laughs> yes. I'm definitely going to fucking check this shit out. And when I heard it, dude, I, I love that, that like dirtier sound, though, dude. The, okay, I know cool. that you yeah. as an art, as the artist, you probably want it to sound a little bit better, but. I'm going to tell you right now, like, I <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a nineties, I'm an eighties kid. So it's like, yeah, that dirty sound actually like appeals to me, you know? Cool. And it's not that dirty. It's I've heard much dirtier that I saw. Yeah, oh yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. It and was, I mean, it was a, riffs. There's it was a rush job. There, <laughs> Go for it. Sorry. No, 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 no. I mean, like we, um, yeah, we recorded it in uh, like so where we recorded the canvas demos was in um, Macon. And we were talking about Otis Redding and stuff. It was at the Capricorn studio, like where the first Allman Brothers record was recorded. Like it's kind of like this. I mean, it's a really significant wow. part of Georgia, you know, music history. Totally. But the college there, Mercer, bought that place like as a preservation uh uh, effort and they were going to turn it like a museum and so they mm-hmm. shut it down as a functional studio and the engineer there um, went up to Greenville South Carolina and started working in this new studio and he knew we were working on music he's like you guys should come up and we'll you know we'll cut some songs and like we get up there and basically there was a control room and like this 5,000 square foot unfinished warehouse space and like it was in um, December and it was snowing outside and it was so fucking cold. And like there was no heat or no conditioning in the, the tracking room at all. And we were like, that we going to play. <laughs> we were like locking up. Um, and yeah, I mean, we did the whole thing, I think, in like two days. Like, wow. And um, so I guess we should be thankful that it sounds like half as good as it does. But, you know. But it's what um, it's what hooked me. That literally cool. is. That was my cool. first introduction to your band. And uh, what is it? Uh, the microwave song. What's it called? Cos- oh yeah, cosmic microwave. Back cosmic microwave. Yeah. That there's like an Iron Maideny like melodic totally. riff at the end. Very dude, much. That, it, it hooked me so hard, dude. I think that Nathan stole that off of like somewhere in time. It doesn't matter, sure. dude. <laughs> <laughs> it does not matter because it, that's literally the riff where I was like, okay, this is a band that I'm going to not only pay attention to, I'm going to buy everything that they have. You know? <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Awesome. So then, okay. So you're saying that that was a rush job and, and it wasn't, you know, as comfortable getting together and all that stuff. So then where do you guys go from there? So we like by the time we had done that, we were already kind of we like for years, really up through Atomized Dream. We were always kind of like one album ahead of ourselves. Like mm-hmm. by the time that we had we were in the studio for one record, we probably had like three or four songs for the next record wow. already written. We just I guess it was like being young and having time, but like, it was like the release dates were always like a little like skewed too. like, um, like Penumbra came out in like February of 06, but we recorded it in January of 05. And so like we recorded that. And so we were already working on like Mm -hmm. the 
music for Cortical. In fact, we had recorded Cortical before Penumbra was even released. Wow. Um, so because of the way that the releases went, we were always just kind of a little bit ahead of ourselves. So mm-hmm. we um so we were already working on um the stuff that would be on sublimation. And about midway through that year, you know, Matt was like, you know, are you guys gonna make a full length? And we're like, yeah, you know, we are, but we don't know where to record. And I was so he worked with Jamie King a lot that he still does, but like Jamie was kind of his, like the house engineer back in the day. And he was like, you know, you guys should consider working with Jamie. And I didn't really know anything that Jamie had done um, up to that point, but started listening to stuff and um, like, yeah, this dude's mixes sound really good. And the real like draw for me is I was in school in Winston-Salem and that's where Jamie lived. So it was like, well, you know, we can record, you know, the record and we got a place to stay and, you know, the whole bit. And um, so we did that with Jamie. Like <laughs> we show up to, um, you know, we were already a little shell shocked from the last studio experience in this like warehouse. And we were like all stoked on recording with Jamie. And like, we, <laughs> we, we mm. you know, we get an address. It's like, you know, map quest, like when you would print out the directions and shit. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> and we uh we get to that the the spot and we we're like, it's dude, is this it? It was like this house. <laughs> and like we ring the doorbell and the, this woman answers. We we're like, we're here to make a record. <laughs> Question mark. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's his mom. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah I'm, yeah. I'm baking cookies for you guys. He's out in the back. Dude, yeah. she made us fish sticks. Actually, right. yeah. Okay. Nice. She's nice. like, yeah, I'll open, I'll open up the, you know, the garage, and you guys can load in. And I mean, I am not joking. And I mean, this is like where, like, between the buried me, like, did like Alaska and colors and stuff. Yeah, like yeah. she opens up the garage. It's like. I, like 1500 square foot like cinder block garage there's like a pegboard with power tools on it wow. like i mean we were just like horrified we were like dude what we're we're right back to where we were this is gonna sound terrible <laughs> yeah. and um, like jamie shows up and he you know we like we I mean, he was really cool dude like right away and he asked like he asked ben and nathan he's like so um you guys want your guitars to sound like death and then we were like, okay, this guy's on the level, you know, <laughs> by the way, yes, we want that. Um, and man, that guy had like this supernatural, like understanding of that space. Like we were all on top of each other. And like, there was like perfect separation between the guitars and the drums and stuff. Cause that record was like the bass of it was pretty much just done live. And, um, I couldn't believe like what he could do in that room. And we recorded yeah. four bands yeah. in that room. I mean, Dude, with you explaining it and not me knowing that record, it's amazing to think that that was produced in a space that you're explaining. I mean, right yeah, it's the one thing I've always noticed about like, cause I'm a you know bass player, guitar player, but like the way that canvas always sticks out to me and, and this unique sound that they have with the guitars is that this kind of like that palm muted that, it's kind of like the scratch it's not i don't want to say scratchy is not the the term but it's like but you have this like certain kind of like low 
um, distortion kind of like drive to it, but it's like its own sound. You know, there's not really like another yeah. band that has it. It's like it, it's almost it's almost you're saying it's like the friction the friction yeah it's weird you can hear like the pick and the strings like like the 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 yeah i i perfectly to it you know what i mean like the the i can't think of the fucking the term but like the basically like you can hear like the fucking pick striking like scraping off the strings in a certain way and and when they do the kind of picking stuff and that's kind of like the that's like the nor- like the Campbell Solaris sound to me. It's like that. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> you know, it's like always had that kind of like, but it's been, I've never really heard it ever done again. You know, it's just, yeah. you know, props to you fucking Jamie yeah. and you. No, guys. I yeah. agree, dude. I don't really hear any other band sound like Canvas at all. Yeah. I mean, and I think there are a couple of things that make the, especially the first three records that we did as a trio with, um, with Ben Simpkins, who, um, He's an amazing, amazing guy. Um, right. Ben was a bass player and basically like became a guitar player because we asked him to be in the band. And like those first three records, the first five we did without a click. Um, but like Ben and Nathan, you know, like like Nathan did most of the rhythm tracks um, on um like a radiance he did i think all the rhythms on a radiance and then even on the new record like chris did a lot of rhythm stuff too but like the core rhythm tracks are are just nate but like on those first three records like you've got two guitars with very different styles and like no click track and no quantizing and like you get that that push and that pull and that very like human kind of effect to it totally um it doesn't sound you know it's sometimes i've heard people say you guys aren't that tight. Um, you know, like I, it just, it has a different sound to it. You know, I prefer like, well, it's not, that. it's not, it's not, yeah. they, they're saying that not because it's not tight. They're saying that because the stuff they're used to hearing is like perfectly recorded, like, like, you know, like, soup, like and, and yeah, just yeah. like, it's like section, but like making sure they're tight. And like, it's like you have more like a, Canvas fluid. is more of like a real, it's, it's realistic. More of a it's fluid like a, feel. Yeah, it's, it's a it's human feel. The fluid. Like yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. And yeah. it's something it that guys, I mean, and I'm not, I'm now I'm going to sound like the, oh, these kids these days. And, and you <laughs> know, Derek Roddy on his last episode too, but it's just like, there is this fluidity and humanity to the, you know, older music before things could be manipulated in the studio. Yeah, this breathing and, and, live kind of And thing. again, I'm yeah, not yeah. saying this. Breathing's without, a good, breathing's I, there is plenty word. of yeah. music that has been, you know, out now that I've heard and I like. And, sure. and it's just something different. And in Canvas, Odious, and, and all these bands before that, we yeah. loved that fluidity. We loved that humanity. Yeah. Um, deprecated is one of my all-time favorite California death metal bands because following Tori through that whole entire record, which is only four songs, he, he takes you on a fucking journey, dude. He takes you on a whirlwind of time signatures and yeah. <laughs> breaking time signatures. And and and, <laughs> yeah. and and you just, and same with like the early deeds stuff that we've, talked about multiple and times too, it's just like you, yeah. you it's like yeah it, it w- there's no boundaries but it's still like calculated you know sure in it 
it's like uh, yeah just a living organism of something of like people yeah you're making your music a living organism it becomes something that is not just you and the people they they, they put themselves to another they hit they hear something that's perfect or something that's perfectly recorded and they're they're they might be like that in the beginning but then they go in the studio and they're like well we could we could make this like way more perfect if we want to and just like completely like dial this in and make it like so it's exactly what like in your head one day that you want to sound like on your instrument but it's not like a realistic fucking you know goal you know what i mean mm-hmm. but um yeah you I, run the risk of like sucking some of the life out of your music by exactly yeah yeah mm-hmm. exactly no, i totally agree dude i love i love uh the aspects of music that make me realize like humans are making it That's sure it. Yeah, yeah, yeah me too yeah. man <laughs> exactly. so at, at sublimation um you guys are, but you're taking form at that time. Obviously you guys are really figuring out what you're going to do. Yeah. Nice. And, and you're in this situation where you're, you're like, Oh, we're going to do it all over again, but you actually record a, a much better. Not, I'm not saying better isn't like what it is, but it's better sounding for sure I, than space yeah. design. Oh yeah. Big time. Yeah. And you know, that was kind of like when, like, for me, like Jamie uh, has become, I mean, Jamie was like, became a kind of a part of the band at that point. Like he just became a partner. Like he really like understood what we wanted to do. And he, he was like, he never like really produced us in a, like a traditional sense, mm-hmm. but he would always offer like the best ideas. Like if we got in our heads like Jamie had a way of like getting us back out and like well, finding cool. a path, like to, you know, a solution to a, a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, that was just kind of like where that whole partnership started too. Um, I, I like the sound on that record. Um, I yeah, do too. Dude. What the yeah. worlds collide. What, what is that? Yeah, Solar winds. Yeah. Solar winds world collide or whatever. Uh, I remember my younger brother and I would like try and, match your hands on uh on a song. <laughs> like halfway through the song there's like a beat that you do and we couldn't even like even get close to the feet but we're just like let's try and do the hands dude <laughs> and we'd look at each other like oh dude you missed that beat dude nope nope you're done dude. <laughs> I, also do one thing i want to bring up but i have i'm gonna kick myself if i don't bring this up because i think we downloaded me and carrie were super into it and i think almost I'm I'm in between whether it was Josh or Carrie who showed it to us, but um, because I think Carrie was the one that was the most into it out of all my friends. For sure. I mean, Anthony was waking up to it for a year, but like as far as like Carrie <laughs> no, no, was, no, no. I'm, I'm like, going to say real quick. I, f- I everybody tells me they showed me Canvas. No, dude, I found that shit in a magazine, and I saw for fans <laughs> of Cynic an atheist and i was just like yes 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 i'm i already probably already said it this podcast so it might have been so this might have been before like we even met no josh it was it was a parallel thinking thing josh came across yeah. it and and you guys got to it before i, I texted Gary down to you and be Gary. like dude look what i found out josh jumped the gun because he lived with you <laughs> it's just said, like no, open I, up I my said, bedroom door and i texted carrie i said uh, i said did you show us canvas Solaris? i'm on i'm on the pod with them right now he's all I feel like I did. I'm not going to lie, but maybe Josh. <laughs> I think everybody wants to have that. Maybe no, everybody, everybody no, wants K- to have Kerry that. Carrie was the guy. Yeah. I mean, for me, Carrie was the guy because Carrie had this back to my question. So my question was 
or maybe just a comment on how funny it was. So there's this old video of you guys. It might have been and almost back when we were downloading videos off Hotline and before you know, Hotline, like, dude. Yeah, what a yeah, like fucking drop. DC right plus there, plus. Dude. I was deep, dude. Dude, DC plus <laughs> plus was the ultimate OG shit. But uh, we downloaded this. We found a video of you guys, and it was like a full set, and uh, it was pre YouTube, obviously. But um, there, you guys had like a. I want to say like a gopher, like a ground sloth or something. Uh, yeah, it's a ground sloth. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Carrie always said, ground sloth. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck that is. So I'm just going to call it gopher. But, uh, but I, got, no, literally... I, got, I, I literally like bought that thing off of like a third grader <laughs> so when I was in high school. I gave her like she like her dad made it for like some class. And yeah. she had, and I was like, I gave, I was like, I'll give you two bucks to get a candy bar. If I can have that ground sloth. And like that thing, we even named it. And it just fucking sat in our rehearsal. What's his space name? Forever. I need to know its name. I love Archie. 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 Archie the ground sloth. Dude, I fucking love that Carrie called it a ground sloth, and that's what it actually is. <laughs> I know. I was like, I don't want to say ground sloth because I don't know. Oh, you got so <laughs> your title has been taken, dude. I know. I know. Archie, I, like Archie was our mouthpiece, man. We would like make yeah. um, cards, and Archie would talk for us. Yeah, it'd just be like it'd be like their song be playing, and then the next song would come up, and someone just comes and rips the card off, and then that's the next song. It's a way, yeah, it's that's what I would do. That's what I remember of watching old canvas videos. Was yeah, you yeah. guys always had a card? Uh, the the what are the? It's like are the, they're just like hold, holding gigantic it. cards, my, though, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Cue yeah, cards. Yeah, that's what it is. Cue cards. They're cue yeah. cards of the next song that was coming, and an explanation or something of like what the song was about. So oh, exp- I, I forgot about that. There's an explanation on there. I don't know. I'm just. I, I thought there was yeah. a lot of. Uh, there, there were other. Yeah, we. Yeah, we would. Yeah, we would like get stoned and just like write weird shit on those things. We were and, cracking yeah, up at that idea. Yeah. Just like that with the idea of like we're not going to talk <laughs> to the mic. We're just going to fucking. Well, we were like, you know, we're not, we're not, we're not saying anything anyway. So like, <laughs> like, yeah, maybe we shouldn't talk in the mic either. We'll let Archie talk for us. Okay, dude, you just you just made me uh, want to ask a question. So as an instrumental band. um, so I'm and me being a lyricist. I'm always like, is a message and, and naming songs and all that stuff. Like how far do you guys go into a concept since it's just an instrumental song? You, I mean, normally there is no concept. Like I, I usually come up with the song titles um, and I'll just find something that appeals to me. We, we got into kind of the, the astronomy theme early on and it, it just like, or, you know, like particle physics and that whole thing just kind of seemed to work with our music and like mostly stayed there. Um, but like the new album chromosphere is probably like the most thematic thing that we've done where there's actually kind of a central concept, but I mean, one of the things I love about instrumental music is it, I mean, it can be about what a- anyone wants it to be. You know, it's like, I, I, I like, I like, even our album covers and stuff are pretty impressionistic. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it can be whatever the listener wants it to be. I like, I like, I really do like that aspect of art. Like, obviously, there's certain types of art and music where it's just straight up laid out there for you and you, right. you know what it's about. And if you agree with it, you're going to be in. And if, if not, then you're out. But I also like being things being open to interpretation because I like to let my mind wander. I like to try and 
go down the rabbit hole and really just like open it up for myself because it actually is more satisfying in the end result when you you got there with your own brain, you know? Yeah. yeah. He said the, I mean, ground, my... the ground sloth hole, not the rabbit hole. <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I spoke out of turn there. So. I probably like, yeah, owe it to Archie to know more about ground sloths, frankly, but um, yeah. That's totally what is I that still, said. Does that dude, still exist Joel. in your guys' friendship or anywhere? Or? I think Nathan has him at, uh, at his place. Yeah. Dude, I want that so bad. <laughs> that would be I'll, like such I'll, a sick. Yeah, you know what? I'll, I'll, you know, we're we're actually playing in a couple of weeks. I'll, let me, yeah, reach out to Nate and see. Dude, if I gave that to Carrie for like his fortieth birthday or something, like he would, he'll start wear crying. it on the next episode. He's um, yeah, dude, I'll I'll ship it out, man. Dude, I will. Dude, that'd be insane. Shut the fuck up, dude. That. Carrie's next appearance <laughs> dude, on the I, show I will what, be man, in that costume, go, dude. Yeah, deal. If if I can find Archie, uh, it's coming to you guys. Oh my god, <laughs> that's like seriously, like Jesus. that's a huge piece of my like that's early development yeah. metal. That's fucking because <laughs> we always jo- we always like me and him would always be like and talk about you you guys canvas solaris and stuff and be like and then that fucking ground sloth that they have fucking it's <laughs> <laughs> like such a funny idea. Is, is there a video I can pull up about this on YouTube or something? It's on YouTube yeah. somewhere. Just type in what what do you think canvas solaris live? Yeah, canvas solaris live or something. That was a yeah. really that show. Like so, what era was this? Like the years? Oh uh, six. So this is like Ben had left, and yeah, we Chris and Donnie in the band. Um, but like the thing about the show that sucks is that like you see Nathan looks like the whole show. Nathan's just like he had this shitty Digitech pedal that we told mm. him to get rid of before we played. We were like, dude, it keeps shorting out. We're going to get up there and it's going to short out again. He's like, no, it'll be fine, man. And it did the first song. Mm. And so he was pissed the whole set and like just looks pissed. It didn't move or do anything like great. And this was like literally was probably the first available like live footage of canvas. Um, And like, that's that's where we found it. That's how it was like. Yeah, I I mean, like we played fine, but like Nathan, yeah, he looks like a bump on a log. It's like, uh, be a professional about this, Nate. Come on, man. Uh, Shit happens. I know. But at the same time, it's like, you have to look at it from our perspective. This is Hunter. This is something something that was like, it made an impact on us us. who is outside of what you're talking about. All right, let's play this. Play this. Hey, guys, I'm going to grab something to drink and use. Go for it. Go for it. Go for it. Go for it. It's pretty cool. So you see the little the card he has on there? That's the yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's
Toby shirt. Yeah. Okay, wait till it watch. I want to have to rip off. Uh, oh, this is one song on it. Okay. On the full show, they rip off a new sheet each time for the ground slot. Uh, should they go forward? No, no, it's only one song, so no, don't worry about it. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, are we not going to see it? No, I don't see it. Oh, shit. Whoa, that's cool. You're using one of those fucking those claws, dude. That's sick. something that was very impactful slot. for uh, a lot of us that were very close at that time you know like we're talking you know the early 2000s now is like og shit you yeah, know it's like, yeah like, i know it's vintage now you know, I know. And, yeah. and to be able to say that we ex- oh, you know we did the 90s are like the fucking 70s now 
you know, to like <laughs> it is. growing I mean, up. Basically, and we experienced yeah, it yeah. as it happened, well, and now we get that like, yo, right. um, we're the old guys now that can. We yeah, can... I found this one. The this is like the the sloth is. Got a sloth Yeah, this is a sloth one. The music right there. I think it's this. There it is. He's got a mustache? Yes. For all the audio listeners, you're just going to have to check out the YouTube. See the Get sloth. The giant ground sloth. The cardboard cut of the sloth holding a sign that has the song in uh, it. And he holds up the cards. <laughs> did so I just good. see sandals on stage? I think I did. Uh-oh. Probably. Oh no. Keyboard. Don, Donnie keyboard had, player. Signature book, man. Yo. I, 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 I'm an advocate for like sandals on stage, dude. Donnie dressed like. Yeah, check it out. Uh, Boom. That's got bare feet right there. That's, That's feet bare feet. Right there, bare feet. Bare feet. Yeah. Bare feet. It doesn't uh, count. Come on, dude. Oh, dude, the right foot looks like it has a strap on it. No, it does. It's like a it's cable. A, it's a shadow. It's a shadow. Oh, bitch, yeah. it's a fucking wire, dude. <laughs> it's a wire. I thought it ain't a sandal. <laughs> yeah, this is sick. Yeah, so the, so the sick, sloth dude. just... Oh, wait, so there's a close-up right here. Damn, look at that thing. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Does it fit in the tour bus? Like, how does it? Like, any, any one van? of us, any one of us who gets a man cave, you guys get it in your man cave. The first one to get a man cave, out of me and Carrie. That's what it is. Wait, dude. that that's the slot that you want? Like the actual? I want. One? I would love to have I that in the corner that. of my room, dude. Oh, really? You're asking it's me It's not for? a want. It's not. <laughs> how do you even ship that, dude? It must be like six feet tall. Oh, we gotta it's, leave that on Hunter. Yeah. It's, Tell it's, me how much I gotta pay. I, I'll cover shipping. <laughs> oh, I, it needs it needs a you know it needs no, a, it, it, dude. I will be a, it'll be like I, my I, fucking. I really, I'm, I really hope Nathan has it. Like we, I can't imagine that like Archie just got lost because I mean yeah yeah yeah. Archie was like around. a part. Yes, name them, you know, dude. So. How can you That's name them and lose them? You can't That's lose them after you name them. Yeah. Wait, are He's you somewhere. not you're not going to need him in the future though? You're not going to need to use Archie like I I don't know. I mean. Do you guys have any plans to to play live, or is that a thing? Not or? not right now. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, we'd like to, but I mean, we're all like, logistics wise. We we all live. Yeah, we all live in different places now. Yeah, and like you know, very similar situation to Odious. Families yep. and jobs and you know, yep. just, you know mm-hmm. adult shit. You know, that just dude, you're speaking our language, dude. But we're still yeah, making yeah, yeah. You know, Odious yeah. is getting ready to start recording again in the beginning yes. of this year and, and it actually is exciting at the same time. There's those hurdles, dude, all those hurdles, but we have like the, the very close bond that will always keep that alive, you know? And it, if it gets to a point where it boils over and we actually get a fucking album out of it, then fuck. Yeah. yeah. And I think that we're boiling over a lot quicker than we did before the last one. You yeah, know? it's what probably what thirteen years between. Yeah, albums. so that's what I was, yeah. I was gonna say. Like you guys called it quits kind of at the same time, dude. Yeah, you know? yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Odious, uh, Odious, and Canvas actually had like very similar timelines. Yeah. yeah, and and you guys had a very similar hiatus before you guys. Yeah, there was yeah, exactly. It was not like it was never anything bad. It was never yeah. like fuck this, we're done. It was like a and it literally solidified it earlier when you were like, we've always been friends. I'm like. Dude, you're speak. You're telling my story right now. Yeah, 
you know? Yeah. Yeah, it was it was never about, you know, differences or anything like that. It was just kind of about life and life. you know. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like me like Casey and I have been like we went through like, you know, we were in decrepit for a while. So we like went through yeah. the rigmarole or whatever you call it of just touring and, and we like didn't want to see that life for a while after we were, you know, like <laughs> because we hit it pretty hard and we were like, All right, well, like it's not sort of we're living in California and like like top five most expensive places to live in the fucking United States. And we're like, yeah. we're like barely surviving, you know, holding on by our fucking claws, just trying to fucking make it happen and just seeing how things were going and actually being exposed to an actual tour life and being like, okay, well, this is not really a sustainable, like long-term <laughs> thing, you know, unless we like pretty much why we did, I mean, why we were into it, we we're like, okay, well, if this gets like huge, maybe we have a chance to survive, but like, mm-hmm. like, and Remember if that it one time I tried to steal a pillow and we got in trouble. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. So things like, like that. From a hotel. Like I was just like, I'll super yeah. burnt. And I was just like, I'm keeping this pillow, dude. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm done. I'm so done. Yeah, yeah. And they like stopped us coming out. They're like, Matt comes in. He's all, dude, they're all pissed about the pillow. You give it back. And I was like, ah, it's like, dude, I mean, we're making like, we're making like negative 25 cents an hour. Yeah. And like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, but there was times where we did okay, but there was times where we did terrible, like negative, terrible, where it was just like, we got to tour with our favorite bands and do all the fun stuff, but it was like to win, you know, when is it going to finally hit a head where it's like, okay, well, it's not getting progressively better. It's like getting like maybe better for a second than back down and then better for a second and back down it was like yeah. i was hitting 26 27 and i was like i can't i can't do the up and down anymore like i literally one more down tour and i'm fucking homeless so yeah we we can't you know it's where like the tour life in a technical death metal band didn't really was not gonna pay the bills you know what i mean it was just no yeah but when you have the no. the you know you look back on it with you know the rose colored glasses or whatever and it was amazing and i'm well, glad yeah, of course I got, it was yeah totally just like any yeah. relationship or anything in your life you always look back like that was awesome at the time you know but there's always i don't like, think in, i even the need moment. the rose colored glasses dude i can still just look back and be like that shit was awesome no matter what glasses well, yeah I'm well wearing. you missed the part where you were what my new uh acronym i just i was peeing and i just thought of it it's a, a pp is a podcast piss <laughs> <laughs> a pcp <laughs> <laughs> podcast piss. You got to go take a PCP, PCP, dude. Yeah, I'm totally into that. Yeah, I do it oh, every yeah. week. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know, dude. I probably did that twice this episode. Sorry, I just got yeah. a bladder. I'm gonna be like the professor. Lots professor. of PCP on this. So was so was this uh, your next uh, full length uh, recording? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, that's yeah, one I brought up earlier. Yes. Yeah. Are, you that doing, was, uh, uh, are we past this already? Yeah, that was no, our no, first we're not. Record. Oh, what's that? I think you're confused. No, I'm me. sorry. No, I I brought it up earlier, but no, we didn't get. I'm past just kidding. It. No, it's all. I was talking yeah, about was this the, is uh, my wake up. We... <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was your wake up music. Mm-hmm. That's the first record we did with uh, God, for Sensory. Um, okay, and that was like a big deal for us because uh, Spiral Architect and um, Gordy oh, and yeah. Hot recorded for sensory and which by oh, the way yeah. dude that that oh, episode great. about uh fucking spiral arctic's album d- that was my first episode going into radical research and you hooked me so hard dude, that that album man I, I that's one of those albums that i can pull out and it still just like astounds me and the way yeah. you guys talk about it i'm like yes this is exactly the same thing it's like the perfect 
Probably just to let people know that's the radical research podcast just because it's been a while since the beginning go so check that shit out if you're a, a subscriber of this shit and you about, have not yeah. checked that out yet please do and yes. come back to me next week yes. and- so hunter i feel like the way you speak and, and how articulate you are i feel like are you an author of some sort or you do you write i feel like you i have- do okay yeah I, and, mm. and i in fact i've um Chill. i've got something else so i I guess we can talk later about some of the other things that we've got going on. Cause like funny, like to, to have been dormant for so long, yeah. I'm busier now and we're, we're all like busier than we've been in a very long time, but I actually oh, have, yeah. I'm putting together kind of a like journal slash magazine kind of thing nice. called deserts of hex. Um, and Jeff's going to be a part of it. And I've got some other like really, really cool writers and musicians that are going to be a part of it too. Fuck cool. yeah, I- dude. Be, I love um, those surprises, dude. The, the, that's another great thing about doing this show. It's like people are I you're reminded that everybody is so into getting shit done. And when you get more time to get shit done, then more shit happens, dude. Yeah. And, and I, the this. older I get, the more desperate that becomes. You know, I I look back now and I'm like, I wasted so much time just, you know, being young or like well you're a dad too you're a dad too right i am yeah i am and how how many kids you got just one i've got a seven-year-old daughter oh dude congrats on that dude and that that actually takes a huge chunk of your life pie i mean my life changed the minute she was born man it was Mm -hmm. like it's not my life anymore Mm -hmm. you know it's like my life believe it or not i have three of them dude i have three Three. i have three humans how old (laughs) 10, 5, and 3. About to be Ooh. 6 and 4. Yeah. Busy guy. Yeah. yeah. My grandma would always say, <laughs> February, like, you, March, will be 6 and 4, dude. Have you figured out what causes that yet? Or, okay. Um, awesomeness, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Fucking awesomeness, dude. That's what happens, dude. My, no, that's awesomeness a, my mom even actually my... was talking to my mom today, and she like was, was like talking about me and as she was a child getting telling sick. you how sick I am. Yeah. No, I'm not like as you hit your glass on your teeth, but uh, did that did that audibly go through? <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. I'm trying to catch up, dog. You're the I'm trying to get there. I've I've six. Yeah, I've, I passed you up tonight, dude. Yeah, yeah, I can feel it. But uh, no, can you? <laughs> I can't. <laughs> no, but uh, my mom was telling me like when I was born and stuff. Like she, we were talking about like me getting the chicken pox and shit. Like she's all, she's all like, when you have a kid, like you start like when something is wrong with your kid or something that's going on like you, that is like your life is like doesn't mean shit like you're all caring about like what the fuck is wrong with my child like totally like I on the back we're on the back burner dude yeah yeah i'm like the last like, person i think about i'm the, the last yeah. person i think about in this whole situation yeah yeah just like yeah, yeah. So I'm like, kids i go well, down the ranks and, and then i'm like, like everybody's yeah. chill okay now i can pay attention to myself yeah it's like it, it, yeah, it brings up the I mean, my, my mom. Yeah, my mom used to talk to me about like she's like, you have no idea how you can love someone the way you love your child, and like I didn't, you know, I, I didn't really think much about it until I had Ella, and it was like, wow, I look that at changed. her sometimes like, shit, you know. Yeah, she makes you feel differently like, than any other part of your life. Like nothing well, they, they else say, happens to make you feel that way. Yeah, they always say that. You know what I mean? And I've I've pretty much with Who's like hundred percent of my friends, like people that have you know fired out kids. 
but uh, no, funny. but uh, <laughs> that have had kids and stuff they've always said that as like you know it's one of those like uh those things you hear from like people like that are your elders that are like it fly it, time flies by faster than you think you don't you have no idea when you're a little kid they're like saying this to you and you're like whatever dad shit and then all of a sudden yeah. i'm like fucking almost 40 now i'm like oh shit i was 23 like exactly it's like it just all of a sudden just we've probably talked about this before but i think it's the more information we take into our brain the more things we have to think about that makes the time go by quicker because children don't have the long list of responsibilities that we have we're not thinking about keeping the water on and the electricity on and paying the rent or the mortgage and blah 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 blah, this and that and and they just have like i'm bored of my toys yeah yeah (laughs) yeah that's that's their thought like i want some new shit Dude. no definitely, definitely and then i'm like you got to earn that shit <laughs> so hunter have you have you have you written anything that's published or anything i feel like i feel like you're like just immediately when we started talking that's why i even brought that up i didn't even do any research i just had a feeling with some of the uh the words you were using i was like damn this guy's articulate <laughs> as fuck like I, I can immediately i was like shit i have to like i'm drinking there, alcohol. Yeah, there, are, there are a few things on um on the radical it, it's, it, you go to radicalresearch.org uh, there are a few essays that I've written. Um, I, so my, my background is actually, I studied English um, in college and was planning on doing that for a living. And then things just, you know, went off the rails and wound up somewhere completely different. But yeah, I, 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 that's one thing that I really want to do more of is, is I love writing about music particularly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm there, I've got some more plans. along. You know, what's funny so- is like you being like an instrumental band, that you want to work like pretty much write lyrics now it's like you always want what you don't have exactly yeah. exactly so that's kind of like where it can't kind of I, I assume that you're like well educated because just hearing you talk but going like, into this i was like i i okay there's one word that you and jeff have used on I, i've listened to maybe six or seven episodes of your podcast and a word that comes up frequently that i had never ever heard until this podcast and you have to explain it to me because I want to know what it is. Historionics. 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 Yes. Hysterectomies. It's like sort of a, um, like an outpouring of, of madness and chaos and, you know, just yeah, unhinged emotion, basically. Okay. I so what's the so what's the, the suffix eonics? Does that mean just kind of takes it on a crazy road where it's like a normal history <laughs> onyx? <laughs> I, mean, I like that. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I don't know the etymology of the actual word, but let, yeah, let's yeah. just go with that. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was cryonics by Slayer. Wearing two douchebags that barely high, yeah. graduated high school. Like, dude, what's up with this word, dude? Like I, I felt weird when you said it. I I, I literally knew cry, cryonics by Slayer. It's like yeah. how dumb I am. Hooked on phonics, like that's the only. <laughs> yeah, hooked on onyx. Yeah, hooked on historonics, dude. <laughs> that's awesome, man. So that's cool, man. Yeah, I could tell definitely that you have like a 
uh, something about you that just screamed and Jeff as well. Like you guys really, you guys talk like you do your fucking radical research, bro. That's literally what it is. Like I, these guys hit the books way harder than I do. And it, and it's great because there are these guys that will hit the books hard enough to feed it to me in an hour and 15 hour and a half or whatever. And you explain guys- like a genre or something like in, in, you know, terms or, um, understanding like where things like the you know where things came from and how they became to be in another band or something like that. That's like a lot of things that don't get broken down enough. And that one um, documentary guy uh, from Banger kind of like uh, does a pretty good the anthropology of metal and stuff like that does a pretty good job of that. That's yeah, like Sam, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's kind of feel like kind of what you're doing with like more underground stuff. But there's something about like hearing two friends talk that both know what the fuck they're talking about. And, yeah. and and have that same I feel like me and Anthony are like the opposite. <laughs> you yeah, dude, I don't even know why I'm on a podcast with you, dude. Like this is like a experiment that went far south. <laughs> We've been trying this for a year, dude, and and I I'm I'm actually done. I'm done after this podcast. He's the last one. <laughs> last one. No, not at all. I fucking all right. love Joel and and Casey. I, no, no, no. no that was the, that was, I like to I like to slide it. right in there if I can. If that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. yeah go, so, Casey uh, wants to make sure we don't yeah. quit on each other tonight. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So Hunter, uh, I just wanted to uh, just say I, I wanted to give you my my you know my my little spiel here about like you know praise Let's and stuff. And, Let's hear it. And, praise uh, it. I, I basically like, you know, like I said, I've been listening to your stuff for like well over 10 years. I mean, God, that was like the early 2000, I mean, mid dude, it's been like almost five, like 15 years. Started, yeah. Bro. Some, somewhere around there, we started to hear your stuff and it, it's super cool. And, uh, I was like t- telling one of my friends, I was like, yeah, we're going to have you on. He was like, what crazy. And then he sent me this album and I was like, yeah, dude, that's like, or this, I think it's an album or an EP, but it's like that, that's the one that like, for me always stood out as like just my my favorite from like the ones before, you know, and mm-hmm. it's the, uh, the atomized dream one. Yeah. 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 That's my favorite. That's my favorite. Okay. Jam is. That yeah. is really good. Is it an album? It yeah. is. Yeah. Okay. Full, it's a full length. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the atomized dream dude, that this one right here, it's uh what is it? Um, I can share the picture. Sure. Um, it's got yeah. sick artwork too. Yeah. Who Mars one. On yeah. Mars one. Um, check check him out if um, if if you're not familiar, he's amazing. He, I, I, as far as I know, he um, was like a California-based uh, graffiti artist early oh, on. Shit, oh, cool. And um, and then just it, stuff got more and more elaborate. And um, Ken Golden um, had actually had that, a couple of originals, and he was like, "You guys need to um, to work with with Mars See- One." I love that ambitious, uh, you know, we've, and I'm going to toot our own horn a little bit, but with synesthesia, we went out outside of what we thought was metal and, and found an artist that was, you know, maybe a, you know, knew about metal, but didn't really know about doing artwork for metal. And, and I love that art that you should just, what Casey just brought up because I'm like, it you guys don't even realize like what you would be getting into if you just found that CD cover 
the way that we would have back yeah, in the back day. Yeah, back in the day. You, I was about to say, like, you guys, yeah, I mean, we're all like roughly the same age. And like, you guys know what it was like to just buy an album because of the yeah. way it looked. Or, like, back you know? the art. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And our friend Josh. I love that. Yeah, that would CD be like it's like in a crazy, it it's like in a yeah. death metal section or something, and you see that, and you're like, "What the fuck is?" off to the side. There's people I, like I, ripping each other apart on every album, but this one is like in the same, and it's in its death. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Like, it's almost like mm-hmm. like what like what you would go for like back in the really day, well. Hunter, Like like as far as like you'd be looking for that. You know what I mean? It's it's kind of like. Yeah. It matches up with kind of like what yeah. you grew up what doing, we, like us finding weirdos, the weird things. You know? Our us weirdos that were into Cannibal Corpse, but at the same time wearing sandals. What's up? Uh, <laughs> we would be down with uh, that Sandal artwork. Wall Sandal Corpse. Sandal Corpse. <laughs> Sandal Corpse. <laughs> Sandal Corpse. <laughs> <laughs> Sandal corpse. Oh, we would. We God. would literally be flipping through that and be like, "Oh, oh shit, man. dude, what is this?" Like they would. It would stand out to us yeah yeah, yeah. something different like, i was trying like to put in the wrong section or something i was trying to get anthony to get this halloween costume it's like a giant sandal i said person. i want to do it <laughs> like a face is like a big sandal. okay and then we're All gonna the get listeners right now paypal casey enough yeah, yeah. to get that you that costume uh, i'll wear it on whatever episode it comes uh first <laughs> what it comes quickest for yeah, and then and then Joel, we got him the the white claw costume. Which actually, I'm I'm the one drinking the white claws tonight. Joel's drinking that. I'm endorsed, dog. I have to drink what my <laughs> seltzers. Oh, that's okay, right. yeah. you need to tell Pat that uh, I don't like this shit. I don't fucking I don't like it at all. So if like he thinks like that, those. but you said that those are better. Oh yeah, they're really they're better. Uh, Belching Beaver Brewery and located in Oceanside, California. Oceanside. <laughs> so that's SoCal, right? That's SoCal, right? That's where I live. Yeah. 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 Uh, what up, yeah. dude? Casey, walk over there. <laughs> okay. Or no, Joseph is actually closer. <laughs> Joseph's closer to Oceanside than you. What do you, no, what I, do you drink? I, what do you drink? I, well, tonight, I live in Oceanside, so I don't know. What are you talking to me? Yeah. What are you drinking tonight? I said I just showed you White Claw. That's not what you're. There's no way. You're all right, fuckers. Ten percent fucking. I, I've been working it. on those all night. Those were. Oh. He's lying. I can tell by your yeah. slurring that you're not working on fucking. Whatever, dude. Come on. It's not He's bad. Hiding at the white claws. Oh, it's, it's not, not bad. bad. It's not bad, but you're calling me out on it. What's up, revision, bitch? It's fucking Rasta. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back oh, on the uh, the canvas string. It's okay, the professor isn't here. We can do whatever we want. We can. Yeah, we know. can just be bananas. It's like a toga party tonight, right? <laughs> <laughs> so no plans to play live. So you put that album out. So the last album. So you guys reconvening after so many years. Like how? So that all came together through who was the one that like started? Who like put the seed out for that to even be a thing? We so Donnie, our keyboardist, who's he, n- no longer in the band now, but um, we he he actually lives in California. Um, he took a job in California, and it was like, in like late 2012, and we threw a going away party for Donnie, and we were all sitting around a fire, you know, drinking and it was like all of us and it was it felt like old times and chris just goes so when are we making a record and mm. nate and i looked at each other and was like 
yeah, we should probably do something. Mm. Yeah. And so it took, there were a lot, there were a lot of like personal things that happened in all these years, but um, in 2014, Nate and I really got down to work on the material um, that became uh, Chromosphere. Um, it, it really, it's, it's Nate's record more like most of the, like all the other records are more collaborative, but um, Nate wrote all the music on Chromosphere. Like obviously Gail and Chris and I wrote our parts or whatever, but like all the, the core material Nate wrote, Nate just had like this very specific vision for the album. And it was, it was the vision that it, that that album needed and he just ran with it. And we're in a spot now where we're more or less self-sufficient. Chris has a studio, Gail's set up to record, um, you know, Nate's got enough stuff, you know, he can do all this programming and stuff at home. Um, so we really took our time with it in a way that we never had before. Like before it was like, well, we've, you know, we never had a lot of money and we never had much time. And so we would go into the studio for a week or a week and a half. And like, that's what we got. And this time it was like basically recorded over the course of two years, you know, okay. just kind of piecemeal. Yeah, uh, but yeah. it, that, it, that, that time, it, it gave us time to kind of let the music evolve, you know, and like, if we wanted to redo something, we had the luxury of actually doing that. That's, um, that's something that I wish that most of our, my recording would have had like, other than like synesthesia was like the longest thing that I had with, but other than that, like you only had a week, boom. Yeah. And, and yeah. your vocals are going to be done in the last yeah. two days. That's what's <laughs> fucked up about right. vo- vo- like for vocals. Like if you don't have like a legit, like studio, usually it's going to be like, all right, knock it out, dog. Like it's like yeah. everyone else can do their clean tracks what like, it was. And, and do their, do their tracks as long i could do like i can do i'll take december january february and get my tracks done <laughs> like for for as far as recording costs and stuff like thursday it's and be, friday dude <laughs> yeah, yeah it's money in the bank that's why like i mean pretty much the way that's a lot of people have been doing it now is just you know the recording at home send the dry tracks to the, the engineer they re-record or uh reamp it and just that's you know saves the most money it's just the way to do it now you know it's unless like especially in like a band like like you guys or us where it's like we're we're spread apart so far where it's like we can't jam every week three times yeah. a week and stuff we have to just like all right there's you know there's programs we can help like learn the music and stuff and then we have to record it and then we send it to the person and then and drums though drums have to be done i mean but i still love yeah. the fact that like we're still creating something together like it yeah. gets past yeah. to joel back to Casey, back to Anthony and all this kind of shit. Like, I love that, that we're still like, here's, here's the current situation, add your thing. And then yeah. we'll pass it on to the next one. Add your thing. Like, I love, I still love that. It's like, Oh, I can't stand it. I can't wait for it to end <laughs> after, this, after this one, dude. I'm over it, man. No, yeah. I actually, I do miss like funny. sitting in the same room. This with is Casey me talking in hindsight, like looking back. It's just like, 
we're still involved. Oh, in I know. Well, like the as far as like the old school, like sitting in a like there's there's a nostalgic thing about like okay, practice is Wednesday and Friday. Like that's the yeah. which that's right. and I'm actually very excited about Casey. Like to, we had a recent conversation about him coming up and recording with Zach again, and I'm just like, dude, but Joel, you're doing this too. We're fucking going down there after work. And we're just gonna be there for a few hours and watch and and be there and that's gonna be so weird because we've been so remote for so long that's like know, we're actually dude. gonna be like and in the same Zach room. With long hair. What yeah, yeah. he has long hair now. <laughs> yeah, just recording music and stuff like that, like we did back in the day. And it's gonna be well, the, the nostalgia that we used to. I mean, that was part of my life growing up, was like yeah. band practice. That was like going to band practice. That was like sometimes it was a I didn't want to do it, and sometimes and I fucking hate myself for those times now because like that hasn't been a thing in so long but uh that was part of our development it was just like sitting in a room together mm-hmm. understanding yeah. each other mm-hmm. and like actually uh, you know putting stuff together rather than just been like okay here's a part here's a part you know. this is what you do okay yeah. you go do this thing and then okay yeah. we'll add that to the pile and, and yeah. the music evolves in such a different way doing it like that in in a rehearsal space in real time this past weekend nathan and chris and i played so we're we're working on we it's basically written we we're gonna do an ep next but we under the canvas yeah yeah cali death exclusive (laughs) (laughs) we um i've got some actually some other really really exciting news i want to share with you guys later yeah oh dude some i'm really stoked on but yeah yeah. like we played together in one room for the uh, nate and i are the closest geographically so we still get together pretty regularly but like playing with playing with chris the three of us doing it it was like i mean it was so much fun Totally. And, and Joel, I'm like you, man. Like there were times when I was like, ah, oh, band practice again. Yeah. After and now I'm like, God, what I wouldn't give to yeah, exactly. band practice. Exactly. It's like almost like a like a old relationship. You know, it's like, yeah. oh, mm-hmm. that was so good back then. But there there was times when you didn't want to be there and you didn't want to do it. Football you know I mean? practice. Like now yeah. I'm I like I hurt it. I hurt so hard when I did those practices, <laughs> but now I'm like I need to get back into it, dude. I'm, yeah, it's I'm like feeling a little shape. flabby again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm rocking a mersey, uh, a baseball mersey. Sorry. <laughs> I, I, I need to run around the fucking diamond a few times, dude, now that I'm wearing this, dude. <laughs> Do you remember we fucking out of breath? When we were young, like when we first started jamming all that stuff and I first moved up to, to Santa Cruz and we would get like energy drinks and coffee and stuff and like oh, yeah. jam at like eight o'clock at night. We're just all like Dude. drinking like so serious, that energy serious. drinks and coffee at night. And like, then when we yeah, wake up, it'd be Gatorade up. in the morning. Uh, <laughs> we'd go to bed at like three in the morning because we're just all yeah. like, yeah. It was practice till like one or two in the morning that we practice late, like or late midnight at least, like whatever. I just remember like being like even in decrepit in their earlier years, like joining that band and then like being in the the practice room where they have the huge decrepit banner that's like all custom Mm. done and it's like all these amps facing each other and we're it's like it was serious, like it was like a like I want to make sure I did okay, like it was like it was one of these. I mean, also too, I loved them, but also. I'm in a band that like people know about now and I'm like, Oh shit. There's like pressure. You just felt more pro when you got into that 
also too if you fuck something up i was like shit like i don't you know like it was one of those (laughs) yeah that's what i was saying it's like more pro like yeah yeah i felt like you were going to work there was like 10 people at every practice like watching on the amps just going like okay do it do the thing you know (laughs) and you're just like fuck like shit this sucks but also this is awesome you know what i mean it's like, yeah, that's the banner. That's that the, the banner. banner. Oh, yeah. That's the banner. <laughs> that was, the, that was, that the, was the banner over yeah, the, Dude, the jam spot. So that's so crazy, though, like to think that this was Canvas, the-, you, the way that you guys play, <laughs> like you would have known or not. It's not that crazy. Like now that I've listened to your show, I know that you're just a fan of all facets of music. It It's not yeah. just metal. No, no, it's not. So it's probably, it's probably more prog than metal, right? I mean, metal's like, I mean, metal's all metal's been the one constant in my life. Yeah, and I actually listen to as much metal now as I ever have. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm like super into like '70s prog. I mean, oh, yeah. and like, but prog just of all sorts. I'm really into like the rock and opposition stuff, like Universe Zero and Prezant and Thinking mm-hmm. Plague and uh, Henry Cow. And all the Italian bands from the seventies, big yeah. like nineties uh, hip hop fans. Yeah. Um, nice, dude. Uh, yeah, wait, uh, oh, you made my ears perk up right there. Like, tell me <laughs> some stuff about the nineties hip hop stuff that you're into. Yeah, like pretty much like up to uh, well, and not just nineties stuff, but like um, a lot of the like Def Jux, Anticon stuff too. Like, oh my yeah, god, yeah. dude. Hunter, yeah, we like, got can, a separate can, podcast yeah. already going, dude. Yeah, Cannibal Ox. Um, uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> that's one of my. Cold Vein is uh, Cold Vein is one of the Cole greatest hip hop albums ever created, bro. Yeah, I agree. okay. All right, I, I and I know Casey and Joel don't want us to hear about this or talk about this, so let's do a let's let talk bring, about it. When do we, we say you can't talk about it? I don't know. <laughs> I just see Joel just like smiling nice at me, IPA. like here he goes with the <laughs> nah, dude, hip-hop. Go for it. I don't have no problem with that it, at all. Okay, so Vast Air and and Vortal Mega are two dudes that uh from the New York scene that I think everybody who listens to hip hop needs to know about these dudes because they were two young cats that fucking LP and Def Jux. They, they, well, LP is the guy from, uh, what's it? What is it? Yeah. Run the jewels, run the jewels with killer Mike. Sorry. Hmm, Run the jewels with killer. Mike is like his current project now that like boosted him up to fame, but LP, the producer of that whole shit, had a record label called Definitive Jux and literally Aesop, like, uh, shout out to Trevor as Joel's walking away. His roommate loves <laughs> fucking Aesop Rock, dude. And Aesop uh, cool. Rock was on Def, Def Jux. Yep. Fucking uh, another great dude that I love so much, C Ray's Rawls. He was on Def Jux. Uh, fucking Cage, all yeah, Cage, Cage, which, dude, yeah, yeah, Cage, Cage, who worked with a uh, guitar player of Hatebreed, yep, and, on his album before he stopped doing music for a while. It's just like, yeah, Mr. Liff, yeah. Oh, Mr. Liff. I saw Mr. Liff at Bottom of the Hill, at, nice. which, by the way, you brought up Don Caballero or Don Caballero, however you want to fucking pronounce yeah, it. Yeah. I saw them at bottom of the hill the same place that i saw mr <laughs> lift and these are these are little tiny places and so i want to know okay 
Savannah, Georgia, what is the venue that you go to as a younger kid that introduced you to the underground shit that you fell in love with? I mean, the, the, the main venue here for, you know, metal and underground stuff is this place called the Jinx. And um, Savannah had a pretty vibrant scene at one time. Bands like Baroness and Kylesa, Circle Takes the Square. Yep. Um, you know, Black Tusk came through a good bit, that sort of thing. But I, man, I saw like, saw Hammers and Misfortune there, saw Dysrhythmia, saw Witchcraft. Um, but yeah, that was kind of the place down here. Hell yeah, dude. That's sick, dude. I mean, we all need those places. Yeah. To as a, as a youngin being introduced to the game, like a place to get underground music is very, very vital, you know? And, and we're not, we're very lucky, you know, there's not play. A lot of people didn't have those places, you know, and they had to dig themselves. And, and those people that really dug and got deep, like kudos to them, dude, because you had to do your own, research you know your own yeah. radical yeah 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 you did <laughs> but you appreciate it more doing that work you know oh yeah that definitely in the long run you the the payoff is greater when you when you got there yourself no doubt yeah. yep and with that's why i love these luck of the draw things that we were talking about yeah. earlier where you're flipping through the cds and you're going off the artwork and the logo and the record label and all that yeah. stuff and then you go home and you put it in the cd player and it's actually a fucking a banger yep and yeah. you're like oh dude <laughs> what the fuck did i just stumble across you brought up the dysrhythmia I, I remember that band that was a sick band yeah dude yeah man. i've heard of that name or thought of that mm-hmm. um kevin's I, done yeah kevin's done a lot of stuff too like i mean he's in Vara, it was in Gorguts. Um, oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, he's got another, I can't remember the name of it, but he's got a new band um, too. Uh, but yeah, he's, he's he's a great guy like and, and really prolific these days. And Colin too, yeah. Colin um, from Behold the Octopus. Um, oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. We all got to, got to know each other early on. In fact, we, the three of us played some shows together. Um, that was a lot of fun, but we got to know each other pretty early on um, because of the instrumental thing. Kind of reached out to each other, and um, yeah, they're they're all great, great. Yeah, what a bill that would be like. Let's say like Don Caballero, Dysrhythmia, Behold, Arctic and Canvas Solaris. Check oh, yeah. this out real quick. <laughs> Elbow <laughs> Room. Elbow Room. It was a Stratosphere. Dysrhythmia, uh, Behold the Octopus. That was the three. Sick. Josh, me, David. Uh, and a few other people all went out. It was a six dollar ticket, bro. Should we break down the? Should we break down the next to the next guest? I think I might have been there. Dude, I, you I might saw, have been there too. It was six dollars on the ticket and dollar paps, dude. We drank. Fuck. It took me. I might have been there, Me sixteen dollars yeah. to get hammered, <laughs> and I saw Man. all the bands, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I saw uh, Stratosphere on the Palace of Mirrors tour. Oh, that was man. like one of the most. That was one of the most humbling totally. shows I've ever. I mean, it was like so. Like the first song, we were just like, "Holy shit, these guys can play!" And then yeah, they just yeah. all switched instruments. Mm. I was like, oh, "You guys are dicks." 
Yeah. My old roommate was uh, Lee Smith, the drummer, for a long time. Oh, yeah. dude. So, yeah. Oh, so Georgia. What's, Georgia. What's yeah. really hilarious is that either like Lee's brother or Lee's girlfriend's brother, whatever, wound up going to Georgia Southern in Statesboro, where I grew up. Oh, and so Lee, yeah, Lee and I used to talk back in the MySpace days, and yeah, 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 we, yeah. yeah Lee was a Canvas fan, and um, yeah, super cool dude, amazing drummer. Totally. Yeah, Lee was awesome. an unofficial member of Odious for a while, and dude. we had really? him. I have a picture of, of of him right now. I don't know if I can show up, but it's a, of him of with decrepit. I don't know if you can see. This is Lee. Is over here. That's nice. Uh, yeah. It's Lee right there. Yeah, the dude. So Lee was in Santa Cruz with us for a while. Or yeah. near adjacent, and uh, Casey decided he wanted to play guitar for a little bit, and leave was like, "I want to fucking play drums and odious." And he would show up with the, um, a laptop and play odious shit through notation while yeah. Casey was on guitar. Joel was on bass. It was just a weird. Uh, yeah, it was a weird. It, we were experimenting was, because we were experimenting. We were like, we touring a lot with doing it, so. You know, yeah, yeah. we had well, a Lee, lot of Lee fun would bring over it. like like Lee would like bring over you know Timba from Astratosphere and God, and bring over Trey from fucking Mr. Bungle came to my house once. I was like, I'm like, what the fuck? I'm that guy looks familiar. It's like it's Trey from Mr. Bungle like in your house right now. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like you know, because Secret Chiefs guys would show up like. Shit like that, just having Lee in the household. I remember Kevin playing guitar to like film that's him one time. Oh, so yeah, yeah. The beneficial Kevin, to Kevin be in the play. area that we were in at this time, dude. Well, Kevin will play the uh, the the shamisen guitar, the yeah. Japanese shamisen. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. And then he'd pick up, he'd randomly, band. yeah, God of Shamisen was the other band. And then he'd pick up a fucking like a strat or something that was in there and play yeah. like fucking, he'd play like Ingrid Malmsteen. He's just in her <laughs> living room. He's like hanging out. We're like, what's up? And then like, I like. I mean, I we didn't have phones like that recorded back then, so I had like a camera, I guess, there like, is. like a video camera, and so like he he like picked up like our Ibanez and just started playing like like Ying Wei Malmsteen stuff and did like all crazy. I just filmed him like. He's like, yeah, I, I, I think I remember video this. Is. It's like, oh, I yeah. think I remember. It's like, I was doing this in high school, dude. Yeah, I yeah. I moved above it to Shamisen guitar, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, totally. that, was, like, that was part uh, of the. Th- yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. I, I was just going to say, like, this is definitely like a radical research episode for the future. It's like Dave Murray, that guy, mm-hmm. like, totally underrated, totally. man. Like, Desert of Tron, the death metal record he did is Tholus. Man, that guy, yeah, that guy's otherworldly. All those hey. dudes, man, just like crazy, crazy talented. Yeah, those guys totally, are, yeah. Dude. And Jason, uh, Jason has an orange tulip conspiracy from a. Well, now that's now that's uh, Atomic now. Ape. Atomic. Oh, it was Atomic Ape. Now it's another album or another band name. But they just released an album. I just bought I it. Castle Tele Orchestra. I've, yeah, some something like that. High Castle Tele Orchestra. I don't think that's it, but it's something like oh. that. It's something close to that. That's but like Tim I, stuff. It little it, oh, it's uh it's Jason stuff. So this is a uh, Jason. Uh, He's the guitar player. Um, with it was him and Kevin were the guitar players of uh, Stratosphere, and uh, he they just dropped an album, and it's like an it's another band name though, so it's really hard to find something. Red something, and um, oh oh Red Faction, Red Fiction, Red Fiction, Red Fiction, Red Fiction. It's on the uh, John Zord label. John Zord label. Came out on... Oh, it's on Zodic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And it's, it's really hard to get. It's safe. really hard to get. Like it's not streaming anywhere, which is kind of cool. But like you have to buy it. Like if you purchase it, like they send you like a 
Like it's like a that's how Zorn is. He doesn't want to be on any of the streaming. Yeah, it's like a it's like you go to a fucking restaurant. It's like one of those like bills you get like on a restaurant. It's like one of the old school like Mm -hmm. like fucking like negative I don't know bills or whatever. And like yeah, it fucking was awesome, man. It's still super stratosphere. A stratosphere kind of like tinges to it you know it's kind of hinting at a well i mean story. if you think about it, if you go all the way back zorn's like the beginning of all that shit dude and he's before bungle he's before a stratosphere it's like all those dudes were listening to that shit and being like, listening to naked city and they're like all right what do we do yeah oh, definitely yeah and we're gonna go to college and we're gonna study music and we're gonna do our own thing because don't they have like PhDs in fucking music and shit? Yeah, they all have degrees in music. Like most of uh, Astrodosphere does. Did I sure. just say PhD? Yeah. Can you get a PhD in music? You probably can. Can you? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. You yeah can. Sure I thought you that can. was doctor stuff. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. Uh, I mean, doc, Dr. Canvas, Dre got dude. one. I mean, <laughs> oh, wait, he <laughs> got a fucking PhD yeah. in hip hop? <laughs> Yeah, Did he get a PhD in hip? It has to be in hip hop. Dude, Dr. Dre fully has a PhD. Really? It has to be in hip hop, though, dude. If it, if it it's up, any dude. other way. I don't know if it was. I don't know if it was like oh, presented as an option, but but uh, <laughs> but Hunter, you said you had some big news at the end. I kind of want to know what the big well, news we're not was. at the end. Are we at the end? We're ending. Close. Yeah, it's, oh, one, okay. it's, one, it's almost one o'clock here. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah we're ending. Sorry, <laughs> Anthony's just getting started. Um, sorry. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, <laughs> sorry. so, um, well, I'll, I'll tell you like about a couple of other things that we've got going on, too. First, um, so Gail, our bass player, has a project called Gorging Shade, which is sort of a black death metal um, project influenced by, like, Despel Omega, um, you know, like some of the more out older stuff, Edwin's okay. Day, that kind of stuff. Really yes, stoked on that. Yes, like yes. we're almost done recording that. Um, and, and you're drumming uh, on that? I am. Oh yeah. shit. He's playing flute. He's playing flute. Yeah. Yeah. Drum, playing- yeah, yeah. Drums and flute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but for real, that that's that you made me. It was fun though, because like perfect. I, you know, I hadn't like blasted in a while. And um uh, mm-hmm. that was yeah, it was fun to kind of get back into that mode. Um totally. but Hell uh yeah, dude. that I've got a project that I do with Gail and and with Nathan too called Plague Psalm, um, which is kind of a experimental percussion and electronics based thing. And um, we just recorded an EP and that'll probably be out in the next few months. But I'm like the thing I'm really, really pumped about too. I'm, well, I'm pumped about all of it. I'm, I'm just in a really good place. Like musically, I feel like, um, but um, I, uh, I'm going to be the new uh, drummer in sculptured, um, which is a band from Portland featuring uh, Jason Walton and Don Anderson from Agaloc. Oh, um, yeah, and man. yeah, Shit. and I've been a, a fan of sculpture for a long time, and uh, we're working on. I remember uh, sculpture, right dude. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm really pumped about that. So sculpture, the one that if I'm, where where's the other? Actually, Dave Mur- actually Dave Murray played on um their album Embodiment. Oh, nice. Um, no, so where thinking, where's the know. where's the member the original members based? Where what In country? Portland. They're oh. they're here. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. In Oregon. Maybe yeah, in the thinking, country of Oregon. 
the city yes. of Portland. <laughs> <laughs> the Repo- uh, yeah, the Republic of Oregon. The Republic of Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man. That's cool, man. Dude. I'm glad that you have this like this new i don't know if it's renewed but this like new fire under you that's like wants it kind of is man it, yeah yeah you know it, it it really is yeah i um, oh yeah yeah i went like most people i went through some things in 2020 um things that were like really really bad for a while yeah. and and yeah. kind of came out on the other side of those and it was like you know what man things you know i survived yeah let's get some stuff done you know totally that's cool dude so, kind of just that's put a new respect cool. on life and, and, and yeah it, t- like, it totally did man it yeah, really yeah, yeah. made me kind of dial in things and realize it's like all right this is I how am. quick this can go this is you know yep. this is like a, a, a shared stay we're in right now we have a really short period of time let's fucking yep. that, yeah that's awesome man that's cool and I I, that. I I can't i you know i just really thought about like 2021 or 2022 as being like a really big year for music coming out of 2020 yeah. you know there's gonna be a and, lot of like inspiration oh, yeah. coming from the well, yeah everyone's stuck at and home. i'm so glad that fucking hunter is fucking the one that got inspired during that time dude oh, because yeah. it sounds like there's multiple projects with your drumming on that i fucking need to hear dude i'll get i'll get, I'll get you everything yes Fuck yeah Maybe the ground sloth. The ground sloth first, and then we'll talk. About it. <laughs> yeah, don't send uh, any my, songs until yeah. Joel receives no, no, the ground yeah, Joel, sloth. My first order of business, like in the morning, is I'm going to call Nate and we're going to locate Archie, and then I'll gonna go in the middle and, of if my, Archie. Okay, this the is middle the thing. Of my I can't. Joel, you know what? I can't wait right to walk that thing into UPS. If, and be like, I, I need to ship something. I'm not even gonna laugh it. I'm gonna be like, so I've got a ground the likeness of a ground sloth that I need if to send you to California. Get the sloth in your background for the rest of this podcast, oh, dude. dude that'll that'll be actually so happy. right here. The whole the whole podcast right there, going on. Dude. Oh, so perfect. It's this open space estate. right there. Open space. Yeah, you don't this miss the it. pictures on the back or the I swear cars. To God. It's all there, dude. I swear to God, if that's here, yeah, it'll be right here. It'll be I, me and the ground sloth the whole rest of the podcast. I'll drive down to Santa Cruz and fight you if it doesn't happen, dude. Oh, dude. You will not have to do any violence. <laughs> no. But fuck yeah, man. I'm super stoked that you're fucking doing it again and fucking getting out there. Is there any other projects besides what you mentioned? No, not right now. Um, like I said, we're working on some new Canvas stuff, too. And um, yeah. Fuck yeah. That's awesome, man. No, that, that dude, rules. I'm so stoked you got like came on here like. It's one of those bands like like I was saying, like theory and practice or an added like one of those bands that like was part of the progression of when I was younger listening to music and like, I'm like, who the fuck is this band? And they never to me got the notoriety they deserved, you know, because they were like up in the same ranks or above the bands that got the notoriety. And uh, I've said it so many times, dude, these these bands are like software upgrades to our brains. (laughs) Canvas, I say it every episode, but it's so I love that way to describe it. It's like you don't realize that you're literally getting an upgrade while you listen to to me. Canvas was like a software downgrade because I heard it and I was like, (laughs) fuck, dude, I can't. Do that shit. Like, you gotta, I just gotta like down on myself, like fuck. And it's like I went from you got like, a virus. To point dude, you had to up, re-upload. Yeah, yeah. No, but it, that's fucking awesome, man. You guys brought something brand new to the fucking the whole metal progressive scene, and it's it's stuck Thank you guys, immediately. Man, I'm, I'm super I'm glad humble. you fucking came on here, man. That's awesome. Oh, dude, I, this was amazing. Yeah, thank oh, you yeah. so much. It, it is my pleasure. 
Fuck and yeah, dude, man. we're actually missing a host right now who really is not stoked to not be here right now because you are also a influence to him. And Jeff is also a person that he looks up to. So I, I honestly think that I want to bring you and Jeff back on when Joseph's here so we can we can have oh, yeah. the true radical research Cali Death podcast crossover and and Joe Joseph can do his thing and really pick Jeff apart, pick you apart and uh, get that crossover really like official, you know, I'll, I'll be happy to return anytime you guys will have me. Yeah. This is amazing. Fuck yeah, man. Hell yeah. Dude. Hell yeah, dude. dude. This That's so cool, dude. And uh, thank you so much for giving us your time. Oh, yeah. Um, Thank you. Where where can everybody go to get some Canvas Solaris merch? So we've um, we've got a, a Bandcamp page. Um, you know, Canvas Solaris. You can buy the the CD there. You can um, do digital download. Um, hopefully, we'll have some merch up there pretty soon. So yeah, just check that out. Fuck yeah, Hell yeah, dude. Support these a- guys. Anybody you can support, please do. And again. You've gotten this far. If you don't know what the fuck's up with this band, oh, like yeah. you're doing your yourself a d- very big disservice. Okay, go check this shit out. I guarantee you pick any song, it'll fucking hook you in, dude. No doubt. Boom. Canvasolaris.bandcamp.com. Boom. There it is. There you go. Boom. Check it out. Well, it looks cool. Chromosphere is the newest one, which we didn't really get to talk about it too much, but it was like, whoa, they are back. Yeah. They are back <laughs> hard. I got three or four like friends, like completely never even heard of you guys. I was like, dude, Canvas Lars is coming back. They're like, who? And I'm like, dude, check it out. And Trevor in the other room was like, it's literally like one of his favorite bands. Yeah. Like, awesome. and, and you guys, yeah. your, your influences really show through on this one the most. Yeah. Uh, I agree. And, yeah. And hearing you talk about, you know, older thrash metal and weird thrash metal coming through, like, in the newer shit, it, it, you do it very tastefully, and yeah. it's, it, it's right where I need it to be. And, dude, it's, it's just something that I love listening to right now. Awesome. Thank okay. you. Oh, yeah. No doubt, dude. And, and again through this getting this podcast together and and finding out that you did uh, a podcast yourself i'm like oh shit let's check it out and i'm like oh now i'm in a super fan like literally a super <laughs> fan, dude. i literally i'm gonna I, start i'm starting I started listening to other podcasts this week that i always listen to i was like wait no Let's find some radical <laughs> research what, what, that, what, do you, what, what platforms are is radical research uh, available on it's on Spotify. Um, uh, is it Stitcher? Okay. Um, it's on yeah. Apple Podcasts. That's where yeah, I usually listen to mine. Yeah. Cool. And that's where I found it, and that's what I listen to uh, on the Apple Podcast shit at work. Fuck yeah, uh, dude. Uh, it's got guys. sixty-nine ratings, which is funny, and it's five out of five stars. Boom. Boom. <laughs> it is literally. It, it is very, very good. Guys, I don't listen to any podcasts. Okay, I just I listen to good shit. This is the one, <laughs> this is one that made it into the good shit, guys. I'm not joking. You're gonna, and even if you don't know any of these bands, just trust me, please. 
start at the beginning. They've done their radical research. They got it down. They have definitely done it. And 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 you've, you've heard you've heard Hunter enough on this podcast. You know this dude likes to talk. Uh Jeff Wagner and him are a very uh unstoppable duo. Yeah, yeah. Unstoppable duo. Fuck That's yeah. all I gotta say. You guys are gonna have fun with this one. Fuck yeah. We're really not that hard to stop. <laughs> That's right, dude. No, you're not. And and I didn't even realize you're you're I'm, what listen to me. I can't even talk right now. You're much more unstoppable than us right now. <laughs> He's totally, like Anthony's so stoppable right now. <laughs> you can stop me at you could show me a yield sign and I'll stop right now. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Time. Do a little <laughs> <rant>. <laughs> I guess Casey's feeling it right now. Casey's feeling well, we did all, all right. the goodbye shit. You're just, you know, we have to do the goodbye stuff, right? Oh, did we do all the goodbye already? <laughs> yeah, we did the goodbyes, dude. <laughs> did I start the goodbye? Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> We've been on a goodbye thing for about well, seven or eight minutes. All right. Well, it's like when you're like walking up, we're gonna do like, a, all right. the, 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 the car like, drive away. <laughs> they still wave from the car. No, it's like, it's yeah. like when you when I'll you say chase your to car down the street. As you're it's leaving like, it's house. like when you say yeah. goodbye to someone and they st- they're still walking next to you because like they're going in the same direction. You're like, all right, bye, dude. Yeah, you, like, keep yeah I'm that direction. guy. I'm that guy for sure. Dude. <laughs> Anthony's like I call- won't let you calling leave. them in the car as they're driving away. <laughs> <laughs> I am that this guy. This is why we get sponsored by alcohol. <laughs> what? No, you know. get sponsored. I didn't get sponsored shit. I bought my you're own beer. Doing your best. You're gonna you're gonna do it tonight. I think I'm I feel doing like my best. Gonna reach out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Hunter, dude, thank you so oh, much, man. dude. We will thank be in touch, no doubt. I want yeah, sure. I want Jeff to come back on with you. We'll do a, a radical research crossover deal that I would love that. I know Joseph would love that. Um, thank you to all the subscribers. We're still cruising along, dude. Fucking one point whatever we are, but we're fucking cruising on YouTube. Uh hit us up on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Give me the ratings. Give me the fucking stars. All that shit. The lovely stuff. Um, all right. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <Casey's>, <laughs> all right, Casey, you take it out from here. I'm just kidding, dude. Fucking right. No, dude, podcast, Spotify. Uh, fucking. <laughs> I'm gonna try to. All right. Thank you guys for the su- subscriptions. Um, hit all the buttons. Um, we had. Uh, are you taking a, my shit? A beautiful. Oh, whatever. Hit all the hit the alarm button to get the updates coming soon whenever a new podcast is posted boom you will have an update on your phone just letting you know it's that easy so uh, (laughs) thank you very much hunter hit up that copper crab hit hit up the copper crab shit joel was just on there than this uh Um, cheney naveen we love you guys um love all of the subscribers rock on we'll see you guys soon